Ah, hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. And uh, hey, it's a fucking stacked pool house today. It's myself, the one and only Chris, the the second and almost only Jamie, and the third leftover dregs, uh, Alex Jones. How you doing, fellas? Ouch. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Did, did you, did you miss me? Leftover third. Did you miss me? Ah, fellas. I did. It's it's uh I've I've missed you and that's no joke and uh, I'll tell you I so I've been away in Greece all right uh, catching some rays eating some food and uh, crying myself to sleep each night but I did listen to the two podcasts that I was not a part of and uh, I think you guys did a very good job I I, I like it uh, Steph is always a fantastic guest and uh, do you ever get that thing where sometimes you feel you are the weakest link in uh, a trio in this in this example <laughs> and it's like day. i'm listening to these podcasts and i'm like man the, this shit is good you you guys don't need me it's fine hey, hang on is that why you announced your return by calling jonesy the dregs now you're just trying to neg him and take his yeah. place i gotta neg both force of you. me out i gotta neg both of you and i gotta peg both of you so i can be top dog right That's okay how claim the power is that the new podcast <laughs> name just negging and pegging <laughs> Pegging and peg. That, do you know what? That would smash it as a podcast. Yeah, just don't say it too quickly. Negging and pegging. Yeah, yeah okay, let's move on. And uh, hey, Josie, be careful with that hard G, brother. <laughs> wow. Uh, hi, we're a gaming podcast, apparently. Uh, pleased to meet you. We are Super Show Pod, and we're available on YouTube and Twitter at Super Show Pod. We're available on all of those sweet ass podcasting platforms. I'm talking Spotify iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Juicy Dripping Podcasts, Moisture Podcasting, and uh, a bunch of others. You know, just 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 search in the little search bar, and if we don't pop up, then uh, I don't know. Uh, swing us a message on Twitter at Super Show Pod and say, "Hey, get on." I don't know, Granny Pods or something. Granny Pods. I, I don't know if I can know. Uh, but fellas, did you know that we are also on Internet Radio now? We have been previously known as uh, superstars, then megastars, then gigastars, then porn stars, and I think we're reaching the the next level in our notoriety. Okay, what is the? Ne- I'm interested. What is the next level? Well, I, 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 so I was going to throw to you. I, I just don't know. Hmm. Yeah, giga. Mm, mecca. I thought I, well, there's mecca, mecca, but there's also I feel like the Greek alphabet's becoming pretty hot. Like we could be sigma stars or something like that. <laughs> sigma, sigma stars. No, I, like I don't it. want any part of that. I, like I don't it. want any part of a Sigma Stars podcast, whatever. Let's wow. leave that. The, the, the Sigma pod. Sigma yeah. pod. Hey, that, you know, that's a pretty beta star thing to say, Jonesy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they yeah, can, get, I, you know what, get on our I, level, I, Jonesy. I it, all the Sigmas can yeah. call me beta if they want. I really couldn't give a toss. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there we go. Uh, but yeah, we are available on internet radio. Paisleyradio.com. Uh, Thursdays at 10 p.m. Repeats on Mondays if you want the... Uh, pseudo live experience then head on over there and uh fellas i don't know if you know this but paisley radio recently took home an award for best oh, fuck, what was it it was something like best scottish fucking internet radio bullshit thing and it's oh, like so yeah you're telling me congrats it, it wasn't the award for the best gaming feature that happens to take place on thursdays at 10 p.m with repeats <laughs> on mondays because i hear that uh, that category is stacked that's definitely part of it definitely part of it they, uh, okay. Hold on, I've got a chat. They won. Uh, Scotland Radio Station of the Year Award for 2020. I mean, that's that's, that's a pretty uh, that's big pretty, 
That's pretty cool, actually. That's a pretty yeah. big deal. So congrats uh, you know, to uh, the Paisley con- Radio team. Hold on. So does that mean, like the Game Awards next year, if it goes, if it's in person again, that we can go, mate? And you, we can be part of that. Josie, we are. Get this through your skull, dude. We are not getting invited anywhere. Okay, you, you know that. You know that meme where it's like that. That Olympics drawing where the guy who's won the medal and he bites the medal and he fucking <laughs> splurts the champagne everywhere and it turns out he's just bronze. That's fucking us, dude. We go somewhere, we fucking wreck house and we're never invited ever again. Uh, it's true, yeah. actually. We do have a bad track record of not being <laughs> invited back to events. But hey, you know. Say <laughs> la vie. I, yeah. My, one of my favorite moments was when we were invited to the, by game to um, sit on that little table like signing autographs for our legions of fans and insomnia that was uh mate insomnia yes that was amazing. brought to you by the metro <laughs> oh dearie me yeah but we gave it a good shot we sat there we signed i'm pretty sure i signed a poster i, I sent something we signed a towel didn't we sound like a sound oh yeah there's a dude was staying at a hotel and he stole the towel from like the oh, fucking yes, premier inn or something probably a fucking cum rag knowing our fan base yeah we licked it I mean, yeah. what were I mean, we thinking? We have to do our part. This was pre-COVID, Chris. You just When someone presented you with a cum rag, you licked it. That was the way shit used to go back in 2019. This is true. Yeah. Raw dog in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, well, look, fellas, let's, let's get into it because we've got a, a fucking stacked show, all right? I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know, uh, very lately reacting to some of that Nintendo Direct news. I'm talking about fucking some... Some Sony acquisitions. I'm talking about Last of Us news, if you can fucking believe it. But, well, I thought we'd start off with maybe one of the more intriguing pieces of news to come out this, this week. Um, and basically what it is, is IGN ran a Twitter poll to try and find out what is the, the, the best game ever made. Right? Uh, no tall yeah. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard kind of thing. But they, they said, you know what? Fuck it, we'll, we'll be scientific about it. We will use the utmost formula, the most reliable methods. And they said to themselves, we're going to do it by running a Twitter poll. Hell yeah. That's the way you do it. Yep, exactly. Uh, highly accurate. If you ever want to know how the universe works, Twitter's, Twitter's there. Um, but look, long story short, okay, and we'll get into some of the candidates, I guess, but let, let's just kind of get to the point that everyone wants to kind of get to, which is... It came down to two titles to take the crown. And uh, it was Grand Theft Auto V, which, you know, I'm sure you could, you, could, you could respect that. You can imagine that. And God of War 2018, mm. which you know, I, I've, I've gone on record for saying I absolutely fucking love. And I do think it is potentially the game of the PlayStation generation, PS4. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get your. Well, hold on, this wasn't the game of the PlayStation Four. This was the best video game of all. Well, the, yeah, time. this is this is this is what where we fucking those barn doors have been fucking kicked open by the fucking stallion. The two stallions being God of War and GTA Five, and now running around in circles and humping each other and and fucking trotting on chickens and shit. So let's fucking let's talk about it. I mean, um, where to yeah. start? So I haven't seen much of this poll at all for what it's worth. I kind of. Largely avoided it. I think I saw it when it was first announced and saw all the entrants and looked at some of the brackets and thought, <laughs> people are going to get pissed off at this. Can, can, um, I, can I give you some... I've got some, it open now, so I'm, I'm sort of drinking it. All right, in, I'm, but yeah, I'm just going to throw some, some, some big names to you, okay? 
and, and yeah, th- some of this is some of this is shocking, Chris. Some of this is absolutely appalling. Some so of this is you've, you've like, despicable. despicable. What, I, what I do like about this is that um, they've put the percentages uh, down what? for what? All of this is wrong. <laughs> Oh, right, I see. No, no, I love that they put the percentages down so you can see what percentage of the audience voted for a specific game in a, speci- a specific, you know, uh, versus. And they yeah. are baffling. Like, some of them are like, okay, wow, all right. And it's, yeah, some of them are like, totally makes was sense. There, was there a seeding system? Is that why they've got numbers next to them? I wonder if perhaps that was something think, to do with it. No, no, I the numbers they just, were picked oh, and right, randomly yeah. assigned. Or something. No, because yeah, some, no, some, some things do share multiple numbers. So I don't know. Maybe right. there were multiple. Maybe there were multiple oh, do they? brackets of seeds. Yeah, because Portal Two's got a one next to it, and so does the first Red Dead Redemption. <sighs> but, but, but this uh, is it, right? Like I think this Bloodborne is where it kind of falls and apart. Tony like, Hawk's Pro Skater Two have both got the same number behind them. What does that mean? Don't know. Yeah. But this is the thing, fellas. Is what I'm trying to say is like it. It is a tall order because you're talking about some of these, and you're like, yeah, I could fucking totally imagine that that would be a game of the fucking forever. <laughs> Uh, you know, some, yeah. some notable standouts, uh, the first Red Dead Redemption, GTA San Andreas, um, fucking Fallout New Vegas, loads of people are crazy about that, League of Legends, which is like one of the biggest games in the world. So it's almost like what constitutes the best game ever? Is it the most popular game? Because then surely yeah. like League of, League of Legends and Fortnite would be fucking right up there. But they lost in their bracket straight away. Fortnite 26%. Yeah. Only yeah. 26% of people voted LOL to uh, Fallout New Vegas, a game from, like, Jesus Christ, how old is Fallout New Vegas? Yeah, but, but also, yeah, but like, like it, by, by all means, a good game. But, uh, you know, it's one of those games where, like, people love to love on it, but they're probably also, like, rose-tinted kind of... But also, what, such... jo- what Jonesy said, like, oh, my God, how old is New Vegas? What the fuck does that have to do with this? Like, <laughs> Because all what I'm saying, because in my mind, what this reflects really is, is like what Chris said, is rose-tinted glasses looking at a game like Fallout New Vegas put against people hating on LOL, which is still a game that people play today, and then it's the reaction of yeah, a but, bubble but it, who aren't supposed like this. Hang on, so but it's like, like this weird well, well, mashup of if I If I was voting in this poll, which I would be entitled to do, I'm, I'm not going to vote for League of Legends. I much prefer Fallout New Vegas. I think it's a much better game. But I'm not talking about an individual. I'm saying as like a group. I can absolutely yeah. see why people would vote would outvote by 74% to 26% um, Fallout New Vegas, because people love to hate on LOL. And lol people can't do anything except play lol, so they can't even go on Twitter, um, Instagram, and IGN's <laughs> homepage to vote. They, they weren't allowed to vote, so, yeah. Or maybe they, they got excluded because they're like, well, obviously they're going to win because they've got, they got the numbers. But, orcs but there and are some... orcs don't have laptops, Jamie, so they just have to, you know, pl- keep grinding those gears in the game. But there is mm. this kind of strange thing of you just kind of like mashing different genres together. Like, uh, for instance, Chrono Trigger, which is like. Uh, roasting to glasses, but widely considered uh, to be a one legendary of the best. RPG. Yeah, exactly. Legendary RPG loses out to Burnout Three Takedown. Yeah, that's odd. That's odd. But then on the flip side, and this one, I I I think I agree with the audience or with the public, but I'm not sure because it is very difficult. Super Mario Brothers Three annihilated Persona Five Royale. Or Persona 5 Royal, I should say. It's not a fucking burger. It's not um, Royale. <laughs> or, or like Quentin like, that's one where, that's what, uh, yeah, no, but, You know uh, they that's call Persona one... 5 in Europe? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's one I maybe agree with, but then that's a very hard like one to factor in. Like, I, I, I can see, see why maybe Persona 5 fans are hard done by the idea yeah. that Super Mario, Mario Bros. 3 knocked them out in the first round. Okay, but I but don't fuck, know. Fuck, right? that's... How about this? 
Pellas. Ocarina of Time versus Skyrim, and Skyrim knocks it out by 63%. Oh, see, that's a, again, this that's is, a brutal one, because the Ocarina of Time is, is, a, is one of the most important games of all time, let alone one of the best. Yeah, exactly. But it's also like, it Skyrim's newer, and it's exciting, and it looks better, and it has a bigger world and a more like involved narrative, and I can see why people maybe respond to that. But then there's nothing Ocarina can do about that, which is why <laughs> ranking these games off against each other is kind of being severe arbitrary. It's why, yeah, again, it's I think bad. the time thing, I know we're saying like, you know, an old game doesn't equal um, a worse game. I completely agree with that, which is why when you get something like Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare versus GoldenEye, um, and you've 20, only 28% voted for GoldenEye, that is such a bad comparison. Like, GoldenEye was such an important game in so many ways. Oh, I fucking cracked it, fellas. And Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a great game, but it only it wins that because it's a much newer game it, it, well, know, it works in a little bit I've fucking cracked it, okay? Sorry, sorry, Jamie, guess, guess, carry on your No, report. I was just going to say, I have to be careful with what I say on that one because <laughs> in our own channel, I have been on record saying that I think that Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is the best first-person shooter of all time. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I do agree with them. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is what I've, I've cracked. I'm looking here. Uh, Super Mario 64 lost out to Batman Arkham City. 61%, 39%. See, I think now, that personally, I think that is a disgrace. I would define okay, but that as a I, disgrace. But I, I can see what's happening here. I can see what's happening. The people <laughs> that voted on this are 13. That's what exactly. Is it like, what is the average user age of IGN's Twitter? That is a good question. It's not just Twitter, though. It is also Instagram, which only five-year-olds use. And oh, my God. Five-year-olds, five-year-olds and 30-year-old women. And it's, Arkham, um, Arkham City. Uh, Arkham City. Web page? I can't remember. <laughs> Arkham City knocked out Super Mario 64, then Pokemon Yellow, then Dark Souls yeah, on, its which route is like the, on its route to the quarterfinals. But this is it. Like, what, what is the best game ever? Is, is it the most... We, we've ascertained it's not the most popular, okay? Because then it would be like League of Legends or Fortnite or Minecraft, okay? Uh, it's obviously not the most influential because Super Mario 64 gets knocked out, Dark Souls gets knocked out, Ocarina of Time gets knocked out. Right. Like, like what is it? Like, Half-Life 2... Half-Life 2 lost out to Rise of the Tomb Raider, to be fair, by a small margin, but still. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like nuts as well. Not even kind of nuts, that is nuts. I think that maybe the, the answer is that, that, that there's no way of, there's no clean and effective way of determining the best game of all time. I think almost what you have to do is do what you were doing there, which is saying the most influential game of all time. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the and, and, and like almost like <laughs> subcategories like that. Because this is just doomed to be a failure. Because, like, the medium changes too much. Like, The Godfather yeah. can still be the yeah, best sure. film of all time. But that doesn't work the same way in video games. I don't even think it works the same in films, to be... I, I know what you mean. It's easier in film. But sure. at the same time, I still think film is difficult because you can't compare... Like, you can't say Godfather versus um, some, like, comedy. Because it's not... Yeah. Again, they're different genres. I even in film would say it's tricky. But yeah. I agree that it's easier. This is ludicrous. Like... <laughs> But maybe, maybe like it doesn't this is, make any sense. Maybe this is why they did it this way, though, fellas. Maybe they did it this way because they're like, there's no logical fucking way to do it. So let's just fucking do the scrambled egg approach and just fucking break everything. But one thing I don't, I really don't understand about mm. it is how did they pick? Because it looks like they've picked one game from each series. Like you can only have one game from each series. No, not true. So, loads, is that of not true? loads of Super Mario's and, and two Grand Theft Autos. They also but split. How, they also, for oh, example, split out Half Life Two and Half Life Alex. They acknowledge the difference between Super Metroid and Metroid Alex Prime. Yeah. Half-Life Alex, yeah, got knocked out round one by Bloodborne. 
So then, for example, like how? Okay, weird. We we probably should have done our research and, and try to figure out like why they chose these particular ones. But fuck some it, of them, you know, some of them make there, sense. There's, there's a charm in being unprepared, fellas. Metal yeah. Gear Solid, like so, Metal Gear Solid Three, for example. Yeah, Is that's that the, the only one. Metal that's Gear the only Solid one game? they picked, I think. Um. Is it the best Metal Gear Solid? Like, game? if you put Metal Gear Solid One in there, which one was three? Snake me. Eater. Snake Eater. Yeah, yeah. Snake Eater. Uh, I don't no. know the answer to that question. Like, if you put Metal Gear Solid, I th- but uh, thinking about how people vote for this, I think if you put Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, it's a hell of a lot easier to vote that out. If you put Metal Gear Solid in there, suddenly you're like, oh my god, that is you know one of the most pivotal games of mm. it just in a generation, let alone other generations. So can you just write it off quite so quickly? And I don't know if you can. Well, I, I think this is this is the the main issue with this, and it's something that we discussed on the um, uh, our Discord. Uh, Two dollars on our Patreon gets you access to it. Just a you know, wink, wink. Uh, but we had a discussion on this, and I, I think Jonesy, you and I kind of came to the same conclusion, where it's by like you can never do this because genre is too important a thing. You you kind of touched on it like literally like five minutes ago, uh, where we're saying you can't. If you're looking at film, you can't have a drama go up against the comedy because it's just not fair because they're so different. And yeah, the, the, the genre issue is way bigger in terms of gaming. Um, but, but Chris, please remember that The Martian is a comedy, okay? So that is something you need to remember. Yeah, right. I, I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but okay, let, let, let's, go, let's go back to the, the, the head-to-head on the, on, the, on the semis, okay? Right. Because uh, I got a semi... Just talking about it. Uh, God of War versus GTA Five. I mean, GTA Five being the most successful and biggest money-making franchise or entertainment franchise in the world. Yeah, yeah something and then, like that. And then God of War, one of the best games on the PS4. It's like, you know, and, and then God of War pips it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think in terms of like narrative and gameplay. God of War is a fucking sublime game. It's probably as close to a 10 out of 10 on uh, PlayStation's console, or gaming in general, that I would I would personally go for. Mm. But, you know, be- best game ever. I, uh, I, I, I made an analogy on our Discord, and if I, can, uh, if I can regurgitate it here just briefly. So for me, one of the problems with this sort of thing is you because you're appealing to, like, loads of people... And especially the way you're doing it, where it's a head-to-head on every, um, you know, two games go head-to-head and then you get to the next round, the next round, next round, until you've got two left. You end up with, it's almost like comparing ice cream flavors. And you're not going to have, like, the best possible tasting ice cream flavor winning that competition of all the ice cream flavors. Because most people aren't going to pick the best. They, it's going to end up devolving into what is the general consensus of two good flavors. Because no one's yeah. going to agree on the best, because the best is too difficult. So, for effectively, to me, I think God of War versus Grand Theft Auto Five is vanilla versus chocolate. Yeah, like they're two <laughs> fantastic flavors. They're both bloody brilliant, and everyone loves chocolate and vanilla. But if someone came to you and said, "Jamie, Chris, yeah. I've got chocolate," or I've got, and then they had some insane flavor that you've barely heard of, and then you try that, and you're like, you know, some come triple chocolate fudgy brownie marshmallow and you're like taste it and your mind gets blown up that's incredible but some people might not like that flavor but they don't even compare yeah so this is me this is why it doesn't work is that just a long-winded way of saying that you can't come up with an objective list because the process is always going to be subjective 
No, I'm saying that the problem is you're always going to drill down into like kind of mediocrity. Not mediocrity, that's not fair, but kind of Lowest common denominator. Not, but again, not lowest, but just like commonly accepted as okay. Yeah. As opposed to actually something which is considered... I think that's like, a little bit harsh on both God of War and GTA V, <laughs> but I get what you mean. Yeah. No, I don't think those games. games got to the final because they're commonly accepted as okay. They're commonly accepted as good, as very good. But, but, but yeah, they're I, not I, yeah. the best game ever. Yeah. No. But I think like when you're organising a tournament in such a way where in the first round the poor users of Twitter have to figure out which game is better, Rock Band or Tetris. <laughs> like, you're in a weird <laughs> spot, and I totally get that. And that's why I, I can't be too mad. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad. There, 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 there are some outright wrong calls here. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Some. Halo, hey, 2, Halo 2 shouldn't have beaten Mass Effect 2. Um, I agree. Oh, uh, Arkham City should not have beaten Super Mario 64. Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider should not have beaten Half-Life 2. Apex Legends should not have beaten Super Metroid. Um, what else can we find here? Uh, oh, Chris, how how do you feel about that one? Breath of the Wild versus Final Fantasy VII original. I I think that that's like you, you know in in the World Cup the the football World Cup where you kind of say like the the pool of death. That that's kind of like the pool of death to me. It's right, like yeah, fucking. There's going to be disappointment in either which way. Yeah, like some of these matchups seem out of order just because for fit, like Diablo two versus The Witcher three Wild Hunt. That's yeah. a dickhead move. Or like even like we met Chris mentioned earlier, Ocarina of Time versus Skyrim seems mental when one of them is again no offense to either of these two games, both very good, but one of them is Doom versus Inside, which is basically like a buy. It's a free pass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm I'm going to be controversial. I loved The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. That is a phenomenal game. It's it's brilliant in so many ways. I could not in good conscience... From the depths of cyberpunk. (laughs) I could not in good conscience put that as a game that wins over Minecraft because Minecraft, I think, is such a mammoth like moment in time insane over the top like, holy hell, this one guy did this and created something in like absolutely mind-blowing. Like... In what in what happened with Mo Yang and how the hell that came about? I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think I can have that win. Can, can I, I can throw another kind of like crease in this uh, in this foreskin of a competition? Yeah. Right. We're, like we're also, and it's something that we kind of mention quite often on this podcast, where we are coming from a, a personal point of gamer privilege, you know, where we take this shit way too seriously, and the average person on a fucking Twit IGN Twitter poll are going to be like, yeah, I like games. Uh, I, I yeah, you know, I I know Mario. I'll vote. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah. Batman is sick. I love the Dark Knight. What's that? Uh, Arkham Arkham thingy? Yeah, I vote that one. I how for here's I have a, there's some weird things in it though like, as well. Like how is Red Dead Redemption in there, but not Red Dead Red Red Red, Red Dead Redemption Two? There must like, have been like a, a voting process before this, right? And this is why I said, like, maybe, maybe we should have done our, our research because maybe what they've done is they've taken, like, the highest IGN scores that they've ever given and just said, like, hey, these are our highest right, IGN scores maybe. and now you fucking maybe through maybe. the fucking chaff. Maybe. That, that said, there are mm. also things here that suggest that that kind of, like, Twitter user, like, surface-level style approach, like, did not apply here. Like, the fact that, again, like, there were examples of, like, weird things like Burnout 3 beating Chrono Trigger... <laughs> 
But like yeah. to have the awareness to say that World of Warcraft is better than Fortnite, although that may then go back to what Jonesy was saying about League of Legends, which is that might have just been an anti-Fortnite <laughs> vote more than anything else. No, that was um, <laughs> that was that was Bobby Kotick being like, "Oh shit!" Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's now, pay and, people to vote. And now that it's all over, we have to print every copy of this bracket and shred it all. And remember, pretend yeah. we um, <laughs> yeah. But like little things like Portal 2 beating The Sims 3. Uh, and, and, again, and I know that's not a huge one. Or even Bioshock beating Overwatch. That might be a little bit of a... But then again, all, the, all of those examples also seem like, hey, let's vote for the thing that's good, but also not quite as globally popular, like The Sims and Overwatch. Like they almost seem like they could potentially be protest votes, or they could be a hint that actually... A lot of the people voting in this bracket did take it fairly seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but then like, well, yeah, because how do you get how do you get more Halo Two fans than Mass Effect Two fans? That's the only way you get that, in my opinion, is if the the audience for this skews older. Not by much, but at least by a little bit. Yeah, but it might not even be that. It might just be like Xbox, Microsoft fanboys, right? <sighs> Maybe. Be- Maybe because it could it's, it could it's, be it's... a case of saying like I haven't played this game, but I don't want this other game to win. That's the only way I can think of like uh, Bernard 3 beating Chrono Trigger is people look and they're like, I don't know what Chrono Trigger is, but I know what Bernard is, so just fucking vote for Bernard. Yeah, but then you've got like Metroid Prime beat Hades, <laughs> which is like, that's, that's, that's... But maybe Hades is too new and not enough people have played it. I know. Maybe. But then again, Metroid Prime is also kind of niche, right? Yeah, and also that suggests, like, Metro Prime, kind of niche, suggests that maybe there's a lot of Nintendo fanboys in here, but Nintendo fanboys did not do enough to get Animal Crossing through to the next round, nor Super Metroid, nor nor Super Mario 64. Like, (laughs) Nintendo fanboys saved Metro Prime, but not Super Mario 64. And we could go on and on about this, but yeah. Strange bracket. I I think it's strange because maybe that there's so many different fan groups coming to support their own thing, and then... You know, it ends up just being like, how big a how big a pool can you pull from to get your game voted through? So that's why it seems really odd because it, there doesn't seem to be a thread. Like for example, like if you were going to say, like if Tetris made it all the way through to like the last round or something, I wouldn't be surprised if it went up against you know, another Goliath of you know just like gra- like groundbreaking ubiquity where, of games. Where's Where's we Sports? <laughs> we Sports. Where is we Sports? It's on the shelf like gathering dust in your grandma's house where it should be. <laughs> this it's also it's also a weird list in the sense of there's a definite age limit to the games that are on here it seems like we're talking about oh you know but it could be the greatest the greatest games ever but we're not going back that far like there's no space invaders there's no pac-man there's no um you know we're, there's, yeah, but a lot there's, of there's a reason for that Jonesy. like i hate to tell i hate to break this to you but those games are shit they i mean what do you mean like pong space invaders is still the biggest game of all time Pong, Space Invaders, dog shit. What you like, made the most money out of any game of all time still to this day. That's a I, lot of quarters. I don't, that think that's, a lot of I don't quarters. think that's true anymore. It is true. It is absolutely true. Give, give me a source, Alex Jones. Uh, and, oh, I could open up my script for the video that I've written about it and I could give you all the sources if you want, but it's going to take me a minute. <laughs> oh, saucy. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I was going to say, if you couldn't change the entrance, so you couldn't throw Space Invaders in there, and maybe also the sped up version because we don't have time to go through bracket by bracket. But who do you think wins your best video game of all time tournament with the same I entrance? 
I don't know oh. how I'm basing it. That's the problem. It's so just high, game, man. The game I like the most. You just games. have to, jo- Jonesy, go with your gut, baby. That's all I can tell you. Go with God. Go with your gut. I, I got three options. Okay. Um, Let's hear them. God of War's one. God of War's going to be one. Yeah. Can, can you guess the other two? Um, you, you'll definitely be able to guess the other one. The winner of Final Fantasy VII versus Breath of the Wild gets to the final. That's for sure. I just don't know which yeah. one's the winner. So, sorry, say so again. The the winner of Breath of the Wild versus Final Fantasy VII gets the Christmas final. I know that much. Right. But I don't know which one it is. I'm going to say Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, I think I'd probably go Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Okay. And I think Wait, which, is one, me- which is mental to me to think of. Actually, Maybe. okay. I'd, I'd say four. I'd say four then because I, I could take either of them to the final. Again, if, if the bracketing was the way that it was, actually, oh, if the bracketing was identical, then Diablo 2 couldn't make it to the final. It would get knocked out by God of War. But I don't know if that was actually going to be your other choice. Was it? No. No, it wasn't. Interesting. So there's one more I don't game think you'll get there. my other choice. I really don't think you'll get my that other Chris choice. That Chris loves. <sighs> there's a lot of things it could be. Like, it could be KOTOR. No. Um, <laughs> Loving it's this. Not, it's not StarCraft. No. How is Assassin's Creed Black Flag <laughs> the only Assassin's Creed game on this list? Like, what? That's the one that people jizz over, Jonesy. It is it's not true. true. It's, it's like Fallout New Vegas. People jizz over it. Yeah, but that's, again, like, Fallout New Vegas shouldn't be there. If you're going to pick a Fallout game for me, you've got to put Fallout 3. But whatever. Hateable. Can't change the brackets. Uh, yeah, no, I, you, 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 and, you and I were actually, uh, we've gone very public in the past on our, on our feelings on Fallout 3 over New Vegas, and we get slagged off in the Discord for it every time. <laughs> All right, so do you I don't know what your third is, Chris. Portal 2, baby. Really interesting. Okay, Fair. proper, properly, like that game is fucking god tier. Portal, Portal Two again. That's another game that had to get past God of War to win, which is kind of brutal. Um, but actually, but why, yeah. why didn't they? Why didn't they do like like a fucking tier list instead? You know, with the fucking S tier, A, B, C, D. That would have made more sense because then you could have multiple at the top. Is that what we're saying? We need to do. We need to open up Omega or whatever. Is we just need to do our own like tier list for video <laughs> for the classic video games. Maybe, maybe that's a maybe we exclusive thing is we just screen record ourselves doing a tier list for all these games. Ooh, sexy. See, I'm just a content fucking factory, guys. This is just keep on my level, try and keep with my speed, and we'll be okay. It's the dream machine right there. All right, go on, Jonesy. What, what, what would be yours? If like, because one is one is too hard, but in this bracket, in, in these options, like choose a couple that you kind of. I don't even know if I could, though. It's so. It's, it's, it's like. Borderline impossible. Um, I mean, it's obviously any, not God of War I, one. God, see, God of War, out of all the games on here, God of War would definitely be up there. But then I'm like, is that only because playing God, the experience of playing God of War is incredibly like exciting and, and I really enjoyed it. But then when I break it down, I'm like, okay, but it's just a game that's like used a lot of stuff that we've seen before and it packages it really nicely. So then is that fair to put that right up the top when... There are other games that... But, but you know, see, this here, is where which... it becomes harder, right? Because God of War, for me, is gets pegged up levels because of the time in my life that I was playing it. Like, yeah, for I was, sure. I was yeah. expecting my son, and then here comes this narrative about, like, a father learning to kind of, like, understand Set his, his son. Um, yeah, you know. Sorry, my, my bad. Uh, that's, yeah. I that, mean... That, that's next Friday. Like, that me, comes later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so... It's bloody... It's almost bloody impossible. Like, I, I couldn't... Well, you said three. What you said three games, didn't you? I said like four. For exa- I said I said four. I said four. 
like Tetris would probably have to be up there just because I can't, oh. I couldn't not have a game like Tetris near the top of that list. Given but, but, but that's limit, the other thing, right? Like, because Tetris is very like one dimensional, not only in this presentation. <laughs> yeah, literally. But, yeah. Yeah. but, but like <laughs> in its gameplay, it's like you do this and that's what it is. Whereas you get a game like yeah. Minecraft and it's like you can fucking do whatever you want. But then, but then Minecraft for me is almost like the Tetris of its age. Like it, it, Oh, it, definitely it could do it. so much more because it could. It had they had the ability to. Tetris was yeah. limited time and all that. I mean, if I so Tetris would be like it, it kind of has to be up there because it's that incredible. I was more a Doctor Mario guy anyway. <laughs> um, as a personal choice, like The Last of Us has is going to be up there because I think that was a phenomenal um, game for the storytelling and for engagement. Like I, I loved that game. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, I would, I would probably have to put Goldeneye. Um, in the top of that as well, just because it did something. It, like I've never, I've never been as addicted to a game <laughs> with other people. Like we sat, we used to sit playing Goldeneye at part. We used to get together, have parties with girls there that we would ignore the whole time, and we used to play Goldeneye That's and just way. rotate in and out. When you died, you would swap in and out. <laughs> this and there was is like weird. Nine guys just playing like the game, and as soon as someone died, it was like I'm in. And then it was, it was like you said, it was a moment in time of just being incredible. Jamie, are you, are you? Are you hearing do, what I'm hearing? Do you know what? Like God I'll of War, maybe. Yes. <laughs> maybe God of War. I would put in there for how badass that game felt. So that's four. I think that's four. That that's four. That's four, baby. But I don't like the games that are in this list, though. Like I would, I would quite happily swap out loads of these and pick name, those. Name, yeah, okay. But, but we hey, set the parameter and saying name can't. five. Name five games that should be on this list apart from Space Invaders. No, like so, so. For example, I'd swap out Fallout New Vegas with Fallout. Oh, you'd 3. swap a different game of the series. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Two for Black Flag, and and so on and so forth. Exactly, exactly, right, exactly. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. What, what about you, Jamie? Um, I the, think the, if the, I had the, to, you know, the big man's got to come to the party. I think if I had to adhere to the same brackets, can I can I just say for for the uh, I, oh, I can't even hear it. it's aim. I think it is um, just for aim's benefit. I would also swap Bioshock out for Bioshock Infinite. Wrong, wrong. Um, but I get it. I get it. I get it. But wrong. Um, I don't know if I had well, to adhere it's to the because, same. It's because Jonesy's only finished Infinite and not not the original actually, Bioshock. Yeah. Jonesy's, yeah. Jonesy's official rules of being a hashtag games journalist is you can't put a game in the bracket if you haven't finished it. So yeah, actually, it's also now, not a game. If Jon- it's only a Jonesy's percent, best game uh, of all no, time. It's because it's because yeah. it's, it's more boring. That's why. What? It's Bioshock also because you bo- didn't get to the best fucking Bioshock more it. boring than um, than Bioshock Infinite. Sorry, anyway, I need to. No, it's not. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite's about three times longer, and it's the same fucking game except you can shoot fucking crows out your wrist or some shit. <laughs> I don't even do know. I don't even that. remember. And there's some chick throwing ammo at you. All right, been there, done that. <laughs> All right. Oh, the, um, you're making it sound like um, Prince, the Prince, of, the Soul Shaded Prince of Persia game. Oh, you definitely oh, should have been the, 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 oh. the best, the best, the best Prince of Persia game, the best 3D Prince of Persia <laughs> look game. Look at him! Look at him! We've we've destroyed him finally. You mean when Prince of Persia finally got the wake up call and decided to move away from that stupid emo shit, that stupid god slap, like horrible, disgusting games that they used to make? <laughs> You know why Jamie's opinion is this is because when at the time all Jamie watched on TV was cartoons because he was five, and so when they made Prince of Persia like a cartoon, he was well into it. 
Jonesy, that's a complete lie. And uh, I'd also all like he watched to was add, SpongeBob SquarePants. Hey, look. So all I'm trying to say is that the missing game that's from right. this bracket is Ed, Ed, and Eddie: The Misadventures for the PlayStation Two. It was a it was an iconic game, um, and it right. captured the heart and soul and body of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> all three of them. Respect. Also, like like where, where's Super Mario Galaxy Two? Just Super Mario. If if we're doing one Super Mario three one three D Super Mario, then sixty four has to go in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. Nah, I'm, I'm just I'm just joshing. Anything anyway, yeah, yeah. So, so, so go, go on, I was going to say if I start to the brackets, if you've got uh, a Odyssey one, Super Mario Odyssey, game, Odyssey's a game very Odyssey Odyssey's a very good game, but sixty four goes in first, in my opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, mm. Up for Galaxy, discussion. Galaxy 2 is yeah. better than, than, than Odyssey is, I'll tell you that much. This is, we've just opened up a whole new kettle of fish. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah, what, yeah, to, no. I don't know what yeah. to bite at and what to leave. <laughs> All right, forget it, forget it. What, I'm like, I'm like at a the brackets, fish surrounded by lures. Um, <laughs> if I look at the brackets, and so do it in the way that they did it, so i.e. certain games would come head-to-head at some point and knock each sure. other out, I think Red Dead Redemption gets the first semi-final slot just San Andreas and Modern Warfare far behind. R.I.P. Goldeneye. Uh, God of War obviously gets that second semi-final slot. Yes. Uh, um, like Skyrim, Minecraft, and The Witcher, honorable mentions. I think The Last of Us gets the uh, other slot on the other side over GTA V. And, uh, oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised by that from dick. you. Do you know what it is? It's because I always remember 2013. Both those games came out in the same year. It's hard to, it's crazy it is to look back on. And I remember thinking The Last of Us was a better game. Right. Um, it Fair was. Enough, it was. Yeah. It was in the aftermath of GTA Five. There was a weird period, like a couple of months after GTA Five, especially in the early days. Oh, I've frozen. No, yeah. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear. You. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't freeze. You both froze for me, so I, I thought maybe you guys were playing some statues prank. I remember in the early days of GTA Five. Um, that's not going to work, Chris. See, I'm wise uh, to it now. You both sorry. tried at the same time, and you were both shit at it. Um, it was it was early GTA Online before GTA Online had A content and B players um, and it just kind of felt like people were rolling back a little bit on that Rockstar formula in a way that they would do again on Red Dead Redemption 2 like I feel like there's this kind of like with ever since GTA 4 with Rockstar there's this been initial overwhelming praise then a little bit of a rollback um, yeah. and I remember when the rollback happened on GTA 5 thinking The Last of Us is a better game in 2013 Okay. And Bioshock Infinite was, it had an even bigger rollback that year. Crazy year, 2013. Good year. For <laughs> and then Breath of the Wild probably gets that last slot just because I have not played Bloodborne and Titanfall 2 is good, but not best game of all time good. Um, best FPS of all time, though, according to some. No. And that's, <laughs> and we can probably move on uh, from my thoughts on that. Fair. Tough. <sighs> you, and at the end of the day, do you know why they did it? It's, uh, it's, Bottom center of the entire fucking bracket, presented by Hulu and Live TV. Hulu probably came up to them and were like, let's do some sponsorship thing. What will get the most traction and engagement on, on Twitter, either by the poll itself or by discussion around the poll? And they said, let's make some arbitrary best game of all time list that's guaranteed to piss off the hundreds of thousands of people that didn't have the votes they placed go their way. So what you're saying and is this worked. whole thing was like a giant rickroll. Yeah, we have fed into the machine, uh, and IGN and Hulu are literally wiping their tears with dollar bills right now listening to us. Well, that, that does bring me into the, the final thought I had on this that we can, you know, I can just put out there and we, we can move on, fellas. Why does it seem so weird? Why does it seem like this doesn't make any sense? Why does it seem like there is something a little bit 
behind this that we just are not understanding. Well, I will tell you what it is because at the end of December, our minds will be freed once we know what the Matrix 4 is all about because (laughs) this Mm. just proves to me that we are living in a fucking simulation and some fucking alien scientists are like, you know what would be fucking funny? Look Look at these chumps. Let's give them a fucking IGN Twitter poll for the best game ever presented by fucking Hulu. It's possible. It's possible. That's what it is. What it is? You know, Do you know what? I, I thought of another another analogy in mm. this. I think oh, about great. No, that's that, exactly what this conversation needs. Yeah, <laughs> no, thinking, of, thinking of something that I recently saw online, um, which is, imagine if you had this same sort of thing, right? Yeah. But you were looking for the best looking man and the best looking woman of like celebrities. Like, it doesn't mm. work. Because nobody is going to be at you because you can't agree who the best looking person is. Because what's the thing? The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if you try to end up with like the best looking man, like actor, the best looking woman, like actress, it's never going to work because you can't, no one can ever agree. Oh, yeah, that person is the best looking. That person is the best because we all have individual tastes. So we're going to end up with is someone who you end up with two winners who would be. Um, contemporarily considered good looking. It's, it's when, it's when they be... take all the faces of James Bond and superimpose them onto each other and being like, that's what the ideal James Bond looks like. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. But you want them to look how they look because that's, <laughs> they, that's better that way. But all just mushed together, they just look kind of weird. Yeah. I feel like that would, like, do you remember when you made that uh, unnecessarily long ice cream analogy earlier? Yeah. And I said, it sounds like what you're Chocolate trying to say is there's no objective outcome for this because it's too subjective. Yeah. I feel like you just did another analogy that is the exact same thinking. <laughs> I was like, just hey, trying to ram it. I was just trying to ram it home. It's too subjective. He, he's, he's just trying he's, to ram that shit home. He's riffing it, all right? He's riffing it. He, he's, he's, riffing, he's, he's riffing and he's ramming at the moment. But, but, I st- but do you know what? Do you know why I gave those two? Uh, well. Do you know why I gave those two very useful analogies? It's because people still think there is a way to tell which the best thing is in something in lists like this. It's like the best song ever, the best film ever, the best whatever ever. You can't you can't yeah. pick. It doesn't work that way. The only the only way I'd say that you could maybe do it is if you get rid of the public cuz the public are idiots and you get um all the critics but you only get good critics, not weird rubbish ones. <laughs> yeah, but who's to say what's them. a good critic or not? You've just gone subjective again. It's all. It's always going to be subjective because the the whole thing is subjective. You have so what? What? So what's the point in going even further down the rabbit hole of subjectivity? I would say because that way you would end. At least you could end up with them. Oh, so, and then I was going to say like, let's try and get the least subjective subjective outcome we can get. Yeah. And then you could say what do games that go into it are the best in each genre, and then each game in each genre. Gets yeah, but then Joe, the all I have to do, all I have to do subjective. is stand up. All I have to do is stand up and say, yeah, I disagree. Yeah, and course, it's like the whole thing subjective. is collapsed in itself. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah. See, I think what you're really, what you're trying to say is it's not about finding the best critics. It's about finding three dudes with great opinions, putting them all in the VO booth together and make sure whatever list they come up with, it can only have a maximum of six items. And I think that would be a pretty objective way to determine, yeah. you know, the yes. best or the worst or, you know, the most underrated and so on and so forth in a whole range of different gaming scenarios. Yeah, yes. maybe even in like six of the most uh, yeah. overrated games to ever exist. Do you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna DM the what culture Twitter account. It's actually a pretty decent idea. They might they might be able to make something happen with that bad boy. <laughs> nice, I like it. All right, well look, let, let's let's move on from that. Okay, just just slightly, let's shift it, okay? Because God of War won the, the fucking Twitter poll. But there has been some additional God of War Ragnarok uh news, as it were, because Christopher Judge, the voice of Kratos in the uh 
kind of pseudo-rebooted um, God of War, has come out to say that the reason that God of War Ragnarok was delayed was because he had surgery to his back, hip, and knee in August of 2019, and he was left unable to walk. And the team said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking wait. We'll wait for you. It's, it's worth it. L'Oreal, you're worth it. Um, mm. You know, fair enough. I mean, the, the good, good, good guy, Santa Monica. I'm sure loads of people are kind of pissed off about that, but it is what it is. I think it's fine. I mean, it's bullshit, but... Okay. Why is it bullshit? Because it's not true. Why is it not true? But it's, I'm not saying it's not true that he had surgery. It's not true that that's the reason the game was delayed. What a load of crap. I mean, it could, it could be. No, it couldn't. Yes, it could. If they had to do like performance <laughs> capture, of course it could be. No, it couldn't. They they could they could work around it. They could use other people to do the mocap. They could use guide VOs to get all his lines in place. And then all they need to do is spend like a month re-recording his lines and putting them in the game. If that was really Jersey, the I, issue, I, like I, I don't kind of feel it. like this is why you would it. never work at, at Sony Santa Monica because you're just like, yeah, next best thing, next best thing, blah blah blah. No, not next best, not ne- not next best thing at all. It could absolutely be better than. Uh, than trying to get an actor, but it's not authentic, and, do... and it's not as part of the the, the process it's... or the art. How's it not authentic? Because it's not him. So it's not, what? The, it's not the true in- capture of his performance. <sighs> Although, like he... sorry, I, 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 I do like the idea of like him recovering from all the surgery and just naturally because of the toll it took in his body, him being really frail and still coming <laughs> back for the um, for the motion capture. And we get, you know, that scene we talk about from The Irishman where Robert De Niro oh, yeah, is meant yeah. to be like 30, but he's like <laughs> kicking like an 80 year old. Like Kratos just becomes a fucking, like a, a cripple all yeah, of a sudden. I, I, I'd love it. And then, no, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, so we do have to get someone to stand in for your <laughs> your motion performance. Yeah. Well, they just <laughs> work, it, work it into the game where Mimir's like, you need to go and get the hip of this Norse god. <laughs> we need to replace your hip, Kratos. Off we so go. The- the other thing that says to me why this is bullshit is because not only could they have like easily worked around it and then just like gone back and backfilled him, they could have changed, they could have got a different actor if they really wanted. They also could have come out at the time and said, hey, look, we are really wedded to Christopher Judge doing this. He is he is the Kratos we want. There is like, no, you know, we don't want to mess around with that. Um, and that is why the game is delayed and everyone would have been on board with it. Because imagine you're making like a Tom yeah. Cruise movie and you're like, Tom Cruise is, uh, one of his legs fell off, he can't run. We can't make the movie. He has to have a leg sewn back on so that he can run so he can do the movie. People would totally understand that. Not only that, he then came out later on and said that when Barlog left, he quit. <laughs> so it wasn't that obviously that true. important to yeah. him. So they delayed, delayed an entire production, messed up like million, multi-million dollar like, um, project and then he just quit because they changed up. They changed the director. Like, do me a favor. Yeah. I think Any, again, like, is possible. I think uh, both on the quitting thing and on the injury thing, there is an element of like an emotional Christopher Judge, uh, perhaps getting a little bit carried away on Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do, do I think? Do I think that he probably threatened to quit in the moment in kind of a jovial, no, you're my director kind of way when Corey <laughs> Barlog said to him, "I'm not directing the next one." Like, yeah, he probably did say something in the moment. But do I think he ever went to Sony and was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like, no. And it's yeah, the same with it was, this. It like, was probably in the same conversation one minute later, you know, where right. like, Corey's like, no, don't worry. This new dude's cool. He's like, don't be mm, okay. like that, Chris. Okay. And, it, and it's the yeah. same with the voice. Act. Like, maybe him, his injuries and the rehabilitation process did take some toll on some of their plans. But at the same time, like, August 2019 was over a year before the game would end up even being announced. Um, yeah. And we do know that the cast 
did in some way, shape, or form voice acting from home because Christopher Judge has shared like pictures and videos of him creating his like working from home setup. So like over a year after his injury, he was still recording some VO. So clearly, like the timeline on VO and <laughs> you, we know the the way games are written or sometimes not written is all very sort of like it's a strange process. Um, and it yeah. takes a long yeah. time, and you come back for a long, long time and do many, many things like. Uh, so who, who knows? I just think the guy had a little bit of a moment on Twitter and was like, do you know what? I'm emotional. I care about this team and I, and I want to tell a nice story about them waiting for me and caring about me. And I felt loved and maybe in his being loved and his feeling loved, he kind of slightly over exaggerated the extents to which they went to keep him a part of the project. Yeah. Um, it also goes somewhat. The, the interesting thing here is the last thing we've got on this. I think the last point on this story was, that um, he was convinced when he was told um, that the guy had taken over, Eric Williams, was a beast. And he said, and he can testify to the fact that he is a motherfucking beast. Now, is there a little element, a cynical element of me says that maybe part <coughs> of the reason for this outpouring on Twitter was to sort of uh, sort of put to bed any fears people might have because Corey Barlog is not taking that. Yeah, help. it's possible. Mm. It's possible. There it, has it, been I, a, that, that would track. There's been a lot of pro Eric Williams propaganda. Not in a yeah. bad way, but just like it does seem like for the last two months. It's like re- no reassurances, can, right? Yeah, like no one can say his name without saying how great he is. Which is like, okay, <laughs> just let let him make a good game. Let's let's do it that way around. How about that? Yeah, it's almost yeah. as if he's making a tactical shooter with a mosh pit sensibility. Um <laughs> fellas, when you were when you were talking about um God of War in the in the previous podcast where I wasn't able to kind of give my two cents and you were you know, like God of War Ragnarok is slated for a 2022 release date and, and you guys were kind of like, oh, I hope it doesn't get pushed. Can, can I give you my my thing that I would have interjected with at that point? Yeah. No. Well, well, go, cover your ears then, Jamie, because I'm going to speak to, <laughs> to Jamesy now. Uh, I, I reckon God of War is finished and it's on track to be released like super early next year. Interesting. Interesting. So Finished. <laughs> yeah, well, always close, as close to possible i reckon so god of war 2018 came out in the 20th of 20th of april and i would okay. imagine that they'd have a similar ballpark for this release as well and i'm sure you'd love sorry for say, me to be proven right the, because say that again the date was 20th of april 20th of april 20th of april oh okay i not i thought you were talking like even earlier but okay 20th of april yeah. the start of q2 I think, yeah I, think, I can imagine that i think yeah like get get horizon out let it sell, let it, you know, do its thing. And then when, yeah, you know. That's that's my, that's my prediction. Roll. That's my Ragnarok prediction right there, that we have nothing to fear when it comes to God of War Ragnarok. I fucking yeah. hope I'm not wrong. No, I, 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 for what it's worth, I don't think you are. I don't think you yeah. are. I, I think um, you just, you don't show a trailer like they showed off where it was predominantly gameplay, but gameplay that is quite specifically, quite obviously, this is from the game. Not like when they showed off um, when they made first the almost what was it like the vertical slice rendered ver- yeah yeah they made yeah. It up for the show. yeah it was like yeah. an eight minute vertical slice that they showed off in, in their first reveal. They didn't do that this time, and I think you don't do that unless you've got a fucking product that's pretty much fucking done, right? For the yeah. most part, yeah. No, I I, right. I I I tend to agree, and I think like you looked at that trailer, and again, not in a negative way. But enough of the elements of that trailer, and I think we even said this last week, from the combat to the uh, 
character designs, a good a bunch of the enemy designs and so on and so forth. Yeah. Enough of that bit of stuff had been established and the team would be familiar with it that it's not going to be crazy to get the wheels spinning on that thing again. The only yeah. thing I do wonder is that obviously the only disconnect so far is that them saying that this is the game that wraps up the Norse saga of God of War while showing a trailer that still looks like, for the most part, it could be the strange middle chapter. Like, we've seen yeah. we've seen hints of Thor, but we haven't seen Odin. We haven't seen Asgard. We haven't seen, you know, we like, I, I, I don't, I'm not suggesting they would show any of their sort of, like, final third or, like, like you know, culmination yeah. of the story elements in their trailers, but, like, like uh, there's a there's 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 a there's a je ne sais quoi about this game <laughs> that we hinted at last week when we talked yeah, about yeah. Well, you were like, you're and, saying I wonder what the bait and switch is. There I, there, there it, is something there is something unusual about like I'm, I'm I it seems pretty fucking clear to me and, and tell me if you disagree or if I'm wrong or if I'm misremembering things, okay? But in the game, and it, I don't think it was necessarily immediately part of like a fast main playthrough. Like you had to kind of focused to get this kind of information. But there was a point where it's saying like, oh, where did Tyr go? And it was like, oh, you'd see one of those fucking murals that Atreus had to read for you. And one of them was mm-hmm. like, oh, he fucking went to Egypt and he went to this place and he went to that place. And yeah. to me, it, it, it's fucking obvious that it's like, it, it, it's, it's not a case of saying the Norse trilogy. It's more a case of saying like... um the Norse element is a chapter. Oh yeah, I, in I this kind of thing. So, so it's like uh, fucking if if a Greek god of war can go to Norway, presumably Norway or like fucking whatever. Um, I think it is, yeah. And and in that game, have the the Norse god of war go to Egypt? What's to say that? Oh yeah, we won't like- see. No, no, but this is what I'm saying. What's to say we're not going to see Odin in this one, and Odin is going to be in fucking Egypt hunting down fucking Horus oh, or some shit? Okay, well like, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like, like it's it's it's. But even this that could would... be this this could be like the kicking off of an Assassin's Creed style. Oh, now we're going to jump all over the world, and we're not. This is the end of the Norse bit, but now we're going to no. see different characters. In I don't. I, 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 I think. I don't think Sony. I don't think Corey Barlog. I don't think anyone at Sony Santa Monica has enough power to go to Sony and say, here's the script for God of War Ragnarok and then God of War's done. Because Sony oh, would yeah. turn right around and say, here's Absolutely. how many copies God of War 2018 sold and no. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, so it, like the Norse, what I'm, what I, yeah, what I'm saying is, and I guess this is where like other elements like Egypt and so on and so like it's worth noting that this could, is completely speculative and she could just be uh, black or mixed race because she's black or mixed race. But some people who even send that chick at the end of the trailer could be Egyptian. For example, yeah, yeah like yeah. just an idea. Right. I, I think she's probably no. I think she's just that color for the sake of being that color. Um, but like, I, 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 there is still an element elephant in the room where it's like this is the end of the Norse saga. We, we, Fimble Winter's upon us. We've got Thor being teased. We've got Freya, you know, out doing her thing. She's called Freya, right? I think I don't know. Or, yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah. The mom, um, oh no, yeah. the mom was Freya. No, the mum is the mum is Laufey. Mum- Fey. Laufey, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we've got so we got but but there's still like an element of like and again I'm not suggesting this should have been in a trailer or even will be in a trailer prior to release, but like we have the entirety of like Ragnarok and Fenrir and Odin and Asgard and all of these gigantic elements that we haven't even been given a sneak peek of. 
And that yeah. apparently all happens in this one video game that you think is going to be out in six months. So like, yeah. there's fascinating questions that need to be answered. I don't disagree. I've said that in a weirdly <laughs> accusatory way. Um, and you, yeah. you said it's coming out this fucking six months. But yeah, like who knows? Like maybe fucking Odin does run away to Egypt and then maybe Atreus is the one that chases him and like maybe God of War 3 is an adult Atreus that's actually an adult Loki. And that's not a spoiler anymore because he says it in the trailer. Yeah. Chasing what, what, Odin what, what if, in what Egypt. What if Odin's actually dead? And and it's like that's the bait and switch. Like Thor's been pretending that Odin's still around because there'd be chaos what if, about it. What if uh, what if Fenrir is included as a mount, and that's how you ride around? What if I I must say, so you, when you said it, I was like I could see April. But when thinking about that trailer, I must admit there are things that jump out to me as being like I don't think they're as far along as we think they are. And little things. So one thing that happened that was a little odd was they had a very. The stuff they showed in the trailer for me was a bit of a letdown. Like it was kind of like a a middle trailer that you've already seen the introduction of your trailer. You've already seen a couple of other trailers, and they go, "Here's some stuff around the world." Yeah. It was a little bit of a of a lackluster thing. Kind of would track if they don't if they haven't got to a point where they can show off a lot of the big world things that happen, and then to then release a bunch of the character models after the trailer that they did on Twitter. So they released um, was it like Thor and a whole bunch of other yeah. people? They said, "Oh, here are the characters." So it's not that they were trying to keep them away from us. It's just that they didn't have anything to show in the... It could be that they just didn't have anything to show in the trailer that they wanted to show off yet. In which case, that makes me think that they're not as far along as we think they are in the production. And actually, we might be looking at the back end of 2022. I, I would say 20, possibly 2023. I would, And I would almost rather that. And I, the reason being is because I'm a little worried that Barlog going off of it, um, them, say, them saying this is the last one in the trilogy, I think that if it does come out in April of 2022, that we will be having a conversation about how they phoned in God of War <laughs> and it was not what any of us needed, wanted, were hoping for. And it was not a great game. It didn't tie things up very well. So, because I know Jersey, that I'm it's in the entirely minority. possible, but timescale means nothing after Cyberpunk. It means literally nothing. That's, that's, very, that's a great. But it does, also, it, you're right. You're right, but I think the difference is that Cyberpunk was like an unknown quantity and they were trying to do like a star Yeah, They were trying to build on. this impossible game. Lads, 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 lads. Let's, let's break this down sensibly. <laughs> if Cyberpunk is vanilla and God of War Ragnarok <laughs> is chocolate, <laughs> then who's the most beautiful listen, listen, if you if you are If you're breaking up your missions by going to the Belfry, how, what... <laughs> yeah. uh, does it, does it work if and you do you know what pisses me about the Belfry's? We're literally, we're literally going to hear about the fucking Belfry again in like fucking two weeks because of the DC fucking fandom. More Belfry. I did, so so, they did, uh, do you know saying like time doesn't equal like, but I, th- I don't think that's necessarily true, especially with a game like God of War, because we already know what they're going to do is take that middle hub world, add in the worlds that we missed out. So Asgard, yeah. uh, I can't remember the other ones. So they're, they're basically, so more, it's more like um, an expansion to the original game with better graphics. Um, so obviously, they're going to polish some that's, stuff. That's People a disservice. That's I, like that's not an expansion, maybe not an expansion, but they've even shown already how like people were complaining that the animation for getting in and out of the boat was the same, and they've said, and other people rightly said, "What's wrong with that? Like you don't change how you get in and out of a boat just because it's a sequel." A fair point, but at the same time, if this is more of an a remake slash expansion on the original, I'm phoning it in. I'm just like. Chris, move us on, please. There's a possibility. I, I, I don't know what I'm listening to. There's a right possibility. Now. I think what we've got to do is start like a, a... Apparently, we're not allowed to make sequels anymore. <laughs> no, so it's got to be a, 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 a expand-alones, right? 
This was this is I'm now realizing why you guys didn't acknowledge that Mars Morales was a better game than the first Spider-Man. Like sequels aren't good enough anymore. I get it. Fine. <laughs> but, no, but it, it, it fucking wasn't. But okay, it's more of a remake plus expansion. No, but the, 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 do you not see what I mean in saying that God of War already has the like the the first game is basically the map for the second game. They've already had yeah, but that. that's, that's like saying GTA Three, Vice City, and San Andreas are identical. You're absolutely right; they're fucking identical, but they're massively different. Hey, <laughs> okay, yeah. Fair well, also, also, God of War was designed for that purpose. It's not like they made the game and then it was successful, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh shit, we we got to do more." Oh, I'll just crank it in. It's like thematically and part of the story, the, how they knew they wanted the sequel to pan out was saying like, you can only go to half of the fucking worlds at this point and the sequel yes. you'll be able to go to the other half. That's not of course. phoning it in. That's planning. But okay, but let me give you a, let me give you a relevant um, sort of like comparison or something that would jump out as me then. Yeah, you might as well be talking about The Matrix 1. Yeah. Right? And how good that was. And then The Matrix 2 and 3 that were made specifically to have a cliffhanger ending because they were going to be made 2 and 3 together. Now, yeah. what would you rather? A Matrix 1, which was a standalone movie all on its own, or The Matrix 2 and 3, which were made to no, be but, that way but, and were supposed to come out like that, and that's why they did it. You tell me what's the what's the best in those out of those two scenarios. Would you want You just handpicked an example of a, of a trilogy that got worse after the first film. Like, what if I said that changed it to The Godfather? And he, like, where The Godfather 2 is just as good as the first one. Like, what's the. You just picked. I haven't, seen, the, I, I haven't seen The Godfather. Okay, films, Star Wars. So Star Wars Episode 4 and Star Wars Episode 5. Or Back to the Future. Spider Man. Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Back to yeah. the Future. Back to the Future's a. Fair enough. Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1 was a standalone movie, which was really good. So 2 and 3 were made back to back. Yeah. And two was very good, and three they kind of phoned in a bit. Lord of the Rings, I haven't seen them. Oh, scumbag! Okay, what are we uh, even doing here? Comment of the week <laughs> comes from the radio guy online. Um, did you guys check that? Did he change his name? It, I think it is the big witch himself. It's the big witch. Yeah, it, it is, is the yeah. big witch. Yes, our buddy Paul. So, uh, big witch from Paisley Radio. Hey guys, no FM frequency yet because you guys did ask in in the previous podcast if they did have an FM frequency. So, hey guys, no FM frequency just yet, but we are a fully licensed digital radio station. We did look into an FM license, but the cost was fucking ridiculous. Same with DAB <laughs> or DAB. Uh, 18 months into our journey and we've already picked up a national award. We could, not, we could not have done it without your simply amazing podcast and our team of presenters from all over. And then he didn't put it in here, but presumably it was like, XOXO, love you. So... <laughs> Thanks, Big Witch. Yeah, I, that was there, but I cut it off. All oh, right, for, yeah. uh, you know, fair enough. Um, yeah, so there you go. Just, just kind of confirming the fact that like FM licenses and even DAB is fucking astronomical. Uh, fair enough. It, it makes sense, I guess, because they're a finite quantity, right? You've only got a certain number of. of you've only got a certain air number of bandwidth. Yeah. Well, wow. very true. Very true. Still though, cool shit. And shout out to the Basie Radio team once again. Hell yeah! And congratulations on the award. All right, fellas. Yeah. You know what? It's that time where we've got to pay the bills or attempt to pay the bills by asking our viewership to say, hey, if you like what you hear and you want it to keep on going, head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show and show your support. Uh, for as little as $2, you get access to our Discord server and uh, $5 gets you some behind the scenes content such as our Known Murderers podcast. Uh, we were mentioning it before we started recording, but we did a... Um, like a, a nigh on three hour spoiler cast for Last of Us Part Two. 
seeing as we're speaking about Last of Us later on in this very podcast. Um, but yeah, I've got some names that I'm going to call out. These people are kind of keeping the cameras rolling, as it were, if they were still, you know, if we're still on film and celluloid and, uh, you know, fucking a, a naga recording the fucking audio offline and we have to <laughs> sync it all on a fucking Steinbeck uh, flatbed. Um, but yeah, I'm talking about Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Leo Merga, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers, part of the 0.24%. If you know, you know. I, I kind of think I don't know, fellas. Uh, Pastors I don't, I don't Guild. Think I do anymore. Yeah, I <laughs> Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, Zach underscore Cream, and then the big boys. We're talking about Shellshock, Doppler, Manuel Guerrero. Uh, no. Haxel Bukri, then Manuel Guerrero, then the Dude Abides, and then of course, twitch.tv forward slash peaswad, open brackets, where I'm a shirtless fat man in a coconut bra, close brackets. Thank you all so much for your patronage. We do really appreciate it. And uh, you help us do what we do. And there's no higher praise than that. Doesn't matter if you cure cancer, it would pale in comparison to supporting the Super Show podcast. So thank you. Ah. Yeah, thank you, everyone. You are amazing. We appreciate you very much. Thank yeah, you I wonder if, if if Jamie could uh, look away from his phone for two seconds to give some praise to our fucking patrons. Scumbag. I, 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 I he love was, him. He I was love actually. <laughs> he was actually sending his most recent uh, snap to the Patreons who yeah. signed up for uh, his nude lewd snap. Yeah, That's right. right. There, there is a, there is a channel in others called called Jamie's Dick Pics. So. Do, you know, do you know what I was looking at? Tell me. They have announced the, uh, it's not absolutely nothing to do with the gaming, but they've announced who's going to be performing the 2022 Super Bowl halftime show, and it's actually good this year. Who is it? It's Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, and Dr. Dre. Wow. That is wicked. So basically, like, a, very cool. the Hip Hop Hall of Fame with, like, the new Hip Hop Hall of Fame and Mary J. Blige. Decent. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> that Sorry, very Mary. Harsh. I, didn't, I didn't mean it. You've got some bangers. <laughs> And bangers. Speaking of bangers, fellas, Jamie, you were talking about Deathloop. I was talking I about Deathloop. Have you finished it? I finished Deathloop, boys. Oh, I did it. I closed nice. the loop, or did I? Oh, oh. oh. How, many, how, many jo- uh, how many Jonesies out of Jonesies do you give it? Uh, do you know what, Chris? We, if Jonesy was ice cream and he was a big <laughs> double chocolate fudge vanilla thing, in a, then- a Balfrey. What I'm saying is that the Matrix... I feel like I'd have some banana flavour going on in there as well. Yeah, you'd have a banana fucking shoved right up there. So Deathloop is like if in the Merovingian in the Matrix Reloaded gave people orgasms with banana ice cream straight out of the Belfry rather than chocolate cake. Deathloop's a good game. Deathloop's a damn good game. I'm glad I finished it. My feelings on it in the end were very positive. Um, Would it make it onto a list of the greatest games of all time? No. Did did, did (laughs) your... Because listening to the podcast, it was interesting. Listening to the podcast from like a, a, a listener's perspective. Ooh, you I love it. first spoke about Deathloop as you started, and you were like, "It's a good game." The second yes. time you're like, "It's grown on me. I feel it's a better game than I initially thought." Yes. Are you continuing that trend? I think I kind of like leveled out somewhere between uh, podcast Plateaued, two and podcast yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a very good game. It's one of the better the better games that I've played this year. Um, uh, I, I I think that they have made something very smart in so much as the mechanically they've designed something that is the perfect fit for Arcane's best in class uh, gameplay that I hadn't really 
been able to buy into previously because, as I said in previous weeks after the, of the podcast, a bounce off Dishonored. And the, the yeah, loop format yeah. forces you to engage with it in a way that you don't with Dishonored. You become uh, more accustomed to the environments, more accustomed to your loadout and your abilities, how to use them effectively. You feel more powerful. And I read uh, someone else actually on another podcast made a really great observation, which is like sometimes one of the most frustrating things about games like Dishonored is the people that talk to you about it most positively. The people that give it the most you know, overwhelming praise are the people that finished it multiple times and love it and keep playing it and never stop playing it. And they're like, oh my God, you have to play Prey. You have to play Dishonored. And you're like, oh yeah, what's your history of Dishonored 2? I've completed it 12 times. Yeah, well, I'm a person with a job and a life and a family and I play it for half an hour once every two weeks and I get my ass handed to me and, it, and, I, don't, and I don't get it. Deathloop yeah, is the yeah. game that will make you get it because you have to. Like you have to play it okay. the way that people that finished Dishonored 25 times played it. And for that, I am grateful that I experienced it in that way. And um, the ending is abrupt, but makes sense <laughs> if you have been paying attention. It's one of those breadcrumb trap right, things yeah. where a lot of the information right. you're picking up along the way is more, perhaps more important. And if you want the ending, like if you want a cutscene that answers all your questions, you're not going to be satisfied. If you yeah. answer those questions yourself across the loops, you will be. Um, so so if you're willing to put the work in, you, you are satisfied with the story and the conclusion yeah yeah i'd say so and even work okay. like it's not a particularly long game like i think it's like a 10 to 12 hour long game and like don't right. be, don't be worried about falling into a roguelike trap or even a time loop trap of like oh i'm gonna be that one person that never finishes it i'm never gonna find my way out the game knows when it it knows when to be linear and then yeah. lets you choose okay. when to okay. make it linear and i think i talked last week uh, for a bit too long about why i thought it fell into a few pitfalls along that route and how if you choose to engage with it in too linear a fashion, it can fall apart a little bit. Um, but that's my fault as much as the game. So yeah, Deathloop, um, two thumbs up. Um, I loved that game. I'm glad I played it. Uh, nice. Okay. Is is it contender for Goatee? It's it's like a top 10 at the moment. Maybe a top, top 10? Yeah, maybe a top five. Like when I've when I've I know you're telling but me like, top ten in this year, and I'm like, I don't even know if I've played ten different games. Bro, like the thing the thing is, we're in like we're in the business season, the business end of the uh, of the this video game window. It's true, yeah. Like big shit's coming up. There's shit coming out. There's things we got to be playing. There's things that I haven't played enough. There's things I have to go back to. Like the next two months are gonna be killer. Um, which is why, <laughs> like weirdly enough, when things got dying, like things like dying light got delayed, I was kind of like. That's one less thing I have to think about. Yeah, it's like, phew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Or like when Diablo 2, when I played the beta, and I was like, I don't think I like Diablo 2. I'm like, again, mm. that's one less thing that I have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's so funny because that's so true when you play a game and you're like, thank God I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Because well, you, you don't feel like you have to play it. It's worse when yeah. you go, oh, oh, fellas. Oh, I mean, I, I didn't even get to fucking the, the next settlement in Red Dead Redemption 2. And I was like, I'm so happy with the amount of time that I've yeah. just fucking saved you. Then, then on the flip side, though, <laughs> we get fucking things like Game Pass. And so while I'm getting the Dying Light 2s and the Diablos on one side, like in the past week, I've downloaded Sable on Game yeah. Pass, and I downloaded Scarlet, Scarlet Nexus just came out today as part of the Tokyo Game oh, right. Show and Microsoft's big push into Japan. And it's like, okay, now two games that got glowing reviews this calendar year are free and right there, and I have to install them because I'd be crazy not to, and then maybe I'll play them one day. I don't know. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm with you. I, um, I want to play Sable. I've I've downloaded. It. I also I also want to play Death's Door, which is like a yeah. Xbox I want to play that too. I want to play um, that too. It's been getting um, a lot of praise. 
The other thing I have crossed off the list, though, uh, not in terms of finishing it, but at least in terms of starting it. I think Jamie's frozen. Oh, am I? I thought he was just being smug on purpose. Uh, You guys weren't (laughs) frozen for me. He might have done it on purpose. He might be sitting really still. Nope, definitely not being smug. Just oh, being well, we're, not gonna cut. we're just going to let Jamie play out his kind of like, ah, can you guys hear me? What the fuck is happening <laughs> on my internet? Uh, and in the meantime, Jonesy, let, let's catch up with you. Uh, what, what, what games have you been playing? Um, I have dipped my toes back into the Ghost of Tsushima um, realm Ooh. because, of course, the PlayStation 5 Director's Cut came out a little while ago now. So um, you, you did the upgrade path? Yes, yes. So I'd, I played... I don't know how much I played. Maybe I was like halfway through that game um, story-wise, but I'd played yeah. a lot of it so to do the um, the side quests and uh, a lot of exploring the open world. And that is a that is a full world, so it takes yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Um, and of course, when they did the when they announced the PlayStation Five, uh, and then of course the director's cut version, I was like, do you know what? I've got to get back into that game because it was I. I have a weird thing that even if I really like a game and really into it, if there's other reasons why I stop playing it and why I sort of dip off of it, um, it's not necessarily the game. It's more about me, what's going on, and whether I've got the some, time some, to stick yeah. with it. Sometimes it's hard to get back into the swing of things. Like, I, I can't tell you how long I've been going that I've been wanting to get back into Cyberpunk with all the fucking updates right. and everything. And and because I do genuinely want to finish the game, but I just haven't gotten back into it for, yeah, numerous reasons that some are worthy and some are not worthy of like, explaining. A big thing for me as well is um, is if you can remember what was going on in the story. Like I'm bad at remembering stories anyway. Oh, he's left, left. Oh, he's go. completely gone now. Well, <laughs> sure bye, Jamie. <laughs> um, for me, it's like if I can't uh, remember enough of the story or carry on the thread and I don't play it for a little while because I lose that thread, I kind of don't want to go back into it until I've, I've got time to sort of figure out where I was, what was going on, even down to like the controls as well, like how the game was when working. He's back. Is there he back? He is. Oh, Some would say I never left. Oh, well, we we just carried on without you, buddy. So no, yeah, good, yeah. No, I, I yeah, kept no. going as though I was being recorded, so I didn't like, <laughs> nice. stand up and show my dick or fart or anything like that. <laughs> well, I don't that's think. good. So well, we'll find enough. out. Um, I- so I was, yeah, I was Jamie. I was just talking about Ghost of Tsushima, yes. um, PlayStation yeah. Five director's cut. Um, but yeah, that, that so I I. The other day, I was sort of thinking, I really want to play something. What shall I play? And I was like, I really need to get back into Ghosts. So I sat down and I I went for it and I died a whole load of times when people were just killing me because I couldn't remember the buttons for the combat. <laughs> but it didn't only took me maybe 20 minutes or half an hour before I was like, okay, I'm back in this game. I know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, and it's still a phenomenal game. And even the PlayStation 5 version, it looks even better. No load times. Um, it's we've now got uh, Ikishima, Iki I think it is, the other island, which I haven't touched yet because I want to get a bit further in the story. Um, but uh, hopefully, well, I'd, hopefully, I'm not going to even say, but when I might finish it, because I know I'll just... <laughs> You're not going to finish it, Josie. Come on. But that, like, that is... No, I... I, I no, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not going to say I will, because even though I love that game, I fell off it last time, because I other shit, so it might happen again. Um, <laughs> it's such a good game, though. Like, I love that game. I genuinely love it. When th- that... If, if games like Ghosts... So would you, about- would you say that it should have been an IGN's poll? Yes, compared to a lot of the other games that were in there, I would say absolutely it should have been. Yeah, it should have been the Assassin's Creed game that they included. Oh. Nah, I'm going to check in. Wow. But um, it's, it's when, when it, that game, when it wants to make you feel like a badass and you want to feel like, Jesus Christ, I am a legit samurai. You can feel like... Jesus you Christ. Can feel, you can feel like Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Okay. Well. Jesus Christ, I'm a legit samurai. I can mess people up. Like you Jesus can, Christ, you it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know what? I'll tell you the game that, that uh, it had kind of has parallels in that sense for me is, um, uh, oh, fucking hell, what's the Lord of the Rings game? Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, exactly. Yeah. That game, by the time you got to the end and you could just chain moves and kill orcs and do whatever, and you were like, God damn, this game feels good when it's right. So what you're saying is like God of War's combat system. No, no, not oh, at all. Because... Loser. No, because God, God of War it, is more about... It's closer to Batman's. Yeah, something more like Batman. Like when you get in that flow state and you're hitting the right button at the right time and you just chain, chain, chain. Like that's how it like, feels. M- Mortal was definitely a, like an Arkham ripoff because it even had like the yeah. counter button over the heads and like press right. X to jump over their heads and yeah, all okay, that stuff. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, obviously, Ghost doesn't have that, but it has because you've got all those the the sort of moves you can use, and you've got quick uh, like attack buttons, and you've got certain com- combos you can do that are almost unblockable to the enemies. You throw a few of those in, and you've got your resolve meet and everything. You can like take out big groups of enemies without getting a hit against you, and you just feels brilliant. And it looks in imme- like such a good looking game. Like Jesus Christ, it's such a good looking game. Mm. Um, every time I play it, I'm blown away by the visuals. I think it's just bloody gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so I've been I've been back into that. Played a good number of hours hours of that since last week. And then the only other thing I played was uh, with Steph and Jamie, and I streamed over at Twitch TV forward slash Super Show Jonesy, which was of course um, Aliens Fireteam Elite, which uh, I had a lot of fun playing with the guys. Hopefully, we'll yeah, it looked good. I managed to catch a a little bit of their stream. Uh, yeah, looked, it looked looked fun. It is a, a, yeah. a thanks for the uh, invitation. You were away. Yeah, sure. I mean... Yeah. Also, Chris, also, you... I, I don't know if Josie warned you about this, but there was a £35 entry fee. I found out about that the hard way. <laughs> but I thought Steph was going to pay for you to, to play. No, no I, Jamie I, I asked joked, me to. I asked Jonesy to, <laughs> as a joke on the podcast. And I think someone even asked when we were live, Jonesy, did you buy it for Jamie? And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, but I'd definitely like to play some more with the guys because we only played... Yeah. We, we played the first act and then... Be a bit of the second, uh, but yeah, I would love to sort of get, let, get in and play. Let me give up. you a little news flash, Chris. If you're wondering yes. whether or not friendship could still make mediocre games a little bit better, the answer is yes. Yeah, yes, it, <laughs> yes, it can. The power uh, of friendship. Would, uh, would a mediocre friendship game be worth thirty five pounds? Though um, n- no, I might have to buy Jamie uh, some chicken wings. Some chicken wings to, to, to compensate. Yeah, like the reason. The reason I'd say out. no. The reason I'd say no is because Aliens is particularly is a three player game. Yeah, I think also like we're now we're we're already what a quarter of the way through it, Jonesy. Yes, Steph oh, wait, has already one playthrough with one playthrough. Steph has already done the whole thing separately, but uh, above uh, all of that. Uh, the four of us are presumably going to be playing some amount of Back for Blood in the next calendar month, and that will be two weeks. Free. Two weeks, buddy. Two weeks. There you go. So I'm looking yeah, forward I, to. It. Do you I, see they released the uh, launch trailer? I didn't watch it, but I saw it came out. Yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I didn't think I would be, but I, I, yes, that Jamie. is a fun time yes. with your friends, as Jamie said. But you, you know what the yeah. shit thing is, though? When we play it, we've got to go through those fucking missions again. We got to do that first time. campaign. Yeah. It's like I remember this, Jamie, when you were. Playing, getting access to the Division Two over and over again, and you just had to play the same alphas shit. and betas and alphas and betas, and-, <laughs> and then you couldn't even shoot down that fucking drone. Anyway, hey, I was getting Aim fed misinformation. No, don't use the red light. Oh um, dear, John, else yeah, is like- a good-looking game on the PlayStation Five, or have I jumped the gun there? No, no, no. I was no. going, I was going to lead into it. What, what, what is it? Canna Bridges. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm fucked up already. Kana 
Bridget Spirits. Is it Kana? Kana. Yeah, from what I understand, it is Kana Bridget Spirits. And that is according to um, one of the other characters in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Google their Kana. I really want to play, like, this one that I actually really want to play, like, I've, I watched a few reviews of it, yeah. and so, yeah, no, keen to hear what, keen to hear your thoughts so far. It feels really solid. Um, it's one of those ones where, like, I feel like it's nice to be able to talk about, because after three weeks of sort of having to almost explain Deathloop as you're appraising it, <laughs> Kana is very much, uh, you know, it, it wears its heart on its sleeve. You yeah. know, it is a bit of a, I'm not going to call it a throwback game, in necessarily, because right. that sounds almost, like, a little bit, I don't know, it's not necessarily like a negative thing to say. There's no negative connotations. But you know what I mean? It's got some old school sentimentality there. You know, it's a fairly traditional action platformer that yeah. would not have felt unwelcome in a bygone era. Um, so it's not right. it's not breaking the mold or kind of pushing no. the medium forward. It just is what it is. Exactly. The things that help it push forward a little bit are, uh, firstly, that I think you only have to watch one of the trailers to see this, but the visuals are really, really impressive. Um, and I think we talked before about how they're an animation house, Ember Lab yeah. and Chris, like we yeah. both saw that Majora's Mask animation years ago great, now. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's no surprise in that sense that especially in the cinematics and the cutscenes, that stuff has translated into some really uh, impressive visuals. And it's cool how like, you want to talk about PlayStation exclusive, uh, on console at least, third person action platforms, and look at, you know, the kind of the shine and the polish of Ratchet and Clank and say, hey, this is, probably a smaller team with a lot less money, and how they use some really nice cinematic qualities, you know, the usual things like lighting and depth of field and stuff like that, and just sort of like a good consistency across their art design to create this really strong, cohesive look that does, like, at times slip into that sort of, I know it's a cliche, but that kind oh, of like Pixar, like, yeah, no, it, <laughs> there's, there's some of that. There really is some of that. Like, whereas Ratchet and Clank was kind of on the nose and it was like it was so sharp and so polished it got there by that means... Kane yeah. kind of gets there just again through almost like having a just a slightly more cinematic eye for right. what creates a cinematic image. Um, right, um, so and like I think, more, more authored. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. More authored and just like, how can we get more out of less? Like, we're going to have less assets. Our assets are going to be, you know, have slightly less polygons, you know. <laughs> yeah. But how do, we, how do we make this all work? And it does come together in a really nice, cohesive way. Still a decent amount of environmental variety, uh, well designed that never feels too linear nor too broad you know it kind of treads a nice fine line a handful of hours I've played nice progression in terms of abilities you know you start fairly simple like heavy and light combos then there are these little sort of like Pikmin style things called the rot that kind of join you and they are used for not just puzzle solving but also combat and I got a bow and it kind of you know there's a good variety between yeah. puzzles and combat and yeah it kind of just ticks a lot of those boxes that I think a lot of people sometimes just need ticked. Um, yeah. And also, so I, I feel that yeah. like uh, reading some of the reviews where they're saying like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit middling. Uh, it's a bit this, it's a bit that. And it's almost like saying like, guys, this is, this is like the first game from a studio, like we said, made up of animators. Like, right. You know, it's, it's an impressive feat either which way. Yeah. I just I think like you'll you'll look at it and if you can look especially if you look at the game in motion the gameplay and say yeah that's a bit of me that's I want to double jump from tree to tree for a bit <laughs> then I want to do like a combat puzzle then I want to do a puzzle where I have to move this thing onto a block over there and like if that's what you want in your life right now then Kane is that game and it's kind of cool oh. that something that simple 
and yet at times well refined exists right now. So it's Things like a comfort really... food, is what you're saying. It's not. It's yeah. not like. It's not like fine dining, but it is comfort food. It's it's, think, your, yeah. it's your spaghetti bolognese. So it's like. Uh, I think I think it's actually that's what you know, I it, 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 it's comfort food being served in like a fucking like a weird independent vegan restaurant. Do you <laughs> know if it was an ice cream, what ice cream would it be? Damn. Um, Neapolitan. It, I was a, a little my, bit of my, everything. My first thought was Roman raisin, but that's absolutely not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it would be. I don't know what it would be. I it would be like, as well, like it would be like a mint choc chip. I think. Honestly, yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's, it's decent. It's I like a mint refreshing and familiar, and it's something that you've had before, but it's something you haven't necessarily got bored of, and it's not like mass produced, but it's still pretty readily available. Like it's just kind of like, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, I like that as an analogy for Kennebrage Spirits. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah from works. what I've heard about the game, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good ice cream. Slap pick. that on the I, digital box. I mean, hey, if there, there's not a physical version of that great game right now that says the mint chocolate chip of video games, then I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> There's um there's something else to be said I think for the the length of game that it is because it is like a visual feast right but I, th- I think it's only like eight to nine hours in length it's, I don't think it's um a particularly long game mate and I you think don't need a, 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 you don't need more than that I sh- I'm, I need to start like a movement of championing this shit no I I completely agree yeah. like the, if you don't need to always sit down and play a fifty hour game like a so I think Ghost of Tsushima like I'm saying is a is a twenty five hour game if you ignore like most of the side quests <laughs> yeah like you're talking like fifty odd hours probably to play that game to get all the way through but something like this which is a linear like you know adventure story game if you can get through it in like eight to nine hours and it looks amazing and it's well put together you can yeah. have a damn good time so yeah I think, yeah, I, think I think I think people but like will like again like it is. You know what you see is what you get broadly, and there's not that much filler. You know, there's there's some light RPG mechanics in there, but like Kena has or Kena, sorry, fuck, I'm not going to get used <laughs> to that. She's got one weapon. You know, she gets some new abilities that you invest in over a passage of time, but it's not like crazy RPG systems. It's not crazy so, backtracking. It's not crazy side quests. There's just the right you, amount of shit along the way. So what you're saying is it's the spiritual successor to Star Fox Adventures. Damn. You um okay, <laughs> interesting. Uh have I in, hit the nail on the head, yeah? What? Do you know what? It's not it's it's not a million miles from a Star Fox Adventures like experience. Um but I'm not gonna say it's I don't know, I don't know. You kind of if, if Miyamoto saw that prototype, he'd be like, Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. So basically, yeah, Kana used to be a dinosaur and the rest is history, I think. <laughs> that's that's what we can glean from that. Um, I, d- yeah, I don't know cool. why I get this. Imp- I get this feel from what I've seen of the trailers, but it made me think of uh, like Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Like that's uh, the sort of. I d- maybe I think, it's just like I don't know why, but I think it, it feels like even vibe. more. Like, I think it feels even more throwback than that. It feels like right. pre-emo Jack and Daxter sometimes. Right. Okay. Like what about you're, like you're a, you're a character, and evil. right? Like more well, the again then you had kind of like stealth elements, but without like the photography yeah, elements and like shit, yeah, like like yeah, guys, we're talking about a three D <laughs> action adventure platformer where you're running around with a, who is a character who can jump and double jump, has a light and a heavy attack with a stick, has a bow and arrow, and like yes, there are some elements that complicate it, like the rot, but like this really is just playing about a solid. This really is about playing a solid third person action adventure game in a very pretty world that's well presented and has a surprisingly interesting world and narrative and sort of like narrative backdrops and elements. Um, it's not perfect. Of course it's not, um, but it, it's good. Nice. It's trying good. to be, trying to be positive. 
Do you notice I, that? I, 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 really... I think I think you nailed it with the Minchok chip analogy. I mean, like, oh, thank, yeah. you know what? I'm glad that that's the of all that talking. I'm glad that's the one thing. That <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't need to waste your breath on that one. But yeah, the only problem is now I really want some Minchok chip ice cream. So do you know what the, my, my little secret is? And this has nothing to do with my opinions on Kena. I don't like mint flavored anything. Wow. Uh, don't like mint chocolate. Don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Is that why you like never it. brushed oh, your so teeth good. when we were working together? Oh, was that like? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was that. No, no, he, he did, but he used the dog paste that you, the dog uses. It was uh, pate and beef. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even, uh, I'm trying not can to confirm, picture these things because I'll get Can confirm that Jamie's breath did, did not smell. Uh, yeah, moving on. Um, well, Chris, is- Chris, I would say Chris, Chris, you. <laughs> is that we're just you, mispronouncing every Chris, Chris spirits now? Everyone's name has to be pronounced differently. No, Ali, Chris, your spirits. <laughs> Chris, you, did you get to play anything? Because you were in Greece. Uh, Greece in Greece. Greece in Greece. Greasy, greasy. Um, I, 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 I didn't. Now, usually when I go traveling, I take my Switch with me, right? But I was like, it's what it's made for. Perfect. Yeah, but ah, the, the 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 little one. All right, the the, the young one. The, the the young man in my life. The uh, the apple of my eye, as it were, he's entered a very kind of like trying phase, should we put it this way? And I know that uh, with close proximity means zero time to myself. And that's pretty much what Greece, <laughs> Greece was for me. It was like, it's very nice, uh, but it was fucking not relaxing whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, I need a fucking holiday from my holiday, put it that way. So no, I didn't even bother to take my switch because I knew what was going to have no time. Yeah, it's just like, it's mental, right? Like, the, the thing is, like, having a kid here in London is like, okay, try to get him to bed between, like, 7 and 8. He fights it until about 9 or 10, and then he goes down. And you got, like, a, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, you, you know, you got you get, like, a few hours to yourself before you, you right. turn in and rinse and repeat. But in Greece, because we were trying to keep him on UK time so we didn't stuff ourselves over when we came back, that meant that, effectively he was going to sleep at midnight each night as as were oh, we right okay yeah oh, it's mental God, right okay. like wow, yeah and because of like the, the the island lifestyle as well like you go to a restaurant there and you sit there for two hours just like picking at food and you know just enjoying the kind of atmosphere uh you know and and there's a lot of kind of like stimulation for him so he was very much like wired the whole time so yeah it was kind of like i've got no time to myself so i'm not even gonna fucking try um and then obviously we came back and I had to jump straight back into work and kind of make up for two weeks of work that I lost over a period of time that was like the, the, the worst possible thing to me because when I was away was the Valorant Berlin Masters and the Overwatch Finals, which like that. Yep. Yeah. Who signed that to cover all of that? To, to hey? quote one of our old managers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh so it wasn't an ideal time for me to be away, and there was a lot of stuff to kind of catch up on when I went back to work. Um, but the only thing I did manage to do, fellas, and, and it's a game that I've kind of talked ad nauseum, but I'm going to bring it up again because I managed to get back to streaming last night. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash hot panic. Um, playing some more Dark Souls, just kind of jumping back into it. I hadn't played it since, I believe, my birthday stream. So since 4th of July? Yeah. Which is kind of mad. Yeah, to think wow, about. quite a while. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a while. Um, but yeah, had a. <laughs> I don't want to say a good time because it was fucking dog. It, it was like one of the worst areas in Dark Souls, which is like um, 
was it what's called New New Londo, getting into the Four Kings, and just that area just got these like fucking ghosts. We have to use a specific fucking weapon. It's just like I was just getting like I was just I was just getting gang banged all over the place by ghosts. It was not cool. It Did was you like, get through <laughs> that area? I I managed to get to the Four Kings twice in two separate occasions. It got like. Because okay. the thing is, like with Dark Souls, like unless you're looking at guides and stuff, which I'm not really doing, you've got to go into a boss, and the boss has to slap you around for a bit so you can learn its patterns, right? Well, you've got right. Joel Asp in the chat, so I've got Joel Asp, and, <laughs> and shout out to Shellshock. I, I always kind of and Shellshock. There you go. Yeah, um, they do, but they also try not to interfere too much, which I yeah. can respect. And then and, on the flip uh, side, you've probably got like ASB feeding you lies about like ways to get one shot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And Mr. Lol's telling me how shit I am. So that's that's all very, very good and, and conducive to like good streams, right? Um but yeah, no, just just what I'm trying to do is just get back into streaming like in, in a more kind of structured way, which I, I hope to do. Because the thing uh, fell is that I was I hate to say it, but I was getting... I have this like the most stressful thing. Getting back into streaming, like I'm gonna play Dark Souls is like the most stressful way I, I, I know, I but you're getting back into streaming. It, and it is, James. You know what? You're absolutely right. It fucking is. But the thing is, like, I want to finish Dark Souls soon, and I'm nowhere near kind of the end of it. Uh, because I I like I want to play Elden Ring, not necessarily on stream, maybe, but and I want to finish Dark Souls before Elden Ring comes along. Right. And if I'm only playing Dark Souls when I'm streaming, like that's limited amounts of time that I can do it in. So I, I got to try and soldier through through it. Uh, plus, I mean, Back for Blood's going to come out. We're going to be streaming that. I'm sure going to have a lot of fun with that. Um, but yeah, just when I was in Greece, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, man, I I just miss content creation as a whole. Like, I really yeah, kind of got sure. the itch and the bug. I became. Yes, Jamie. I know we make a fucking podcast. You're smart ass. No, but also, but like, isn't your job good? like you're the head of content creation? Basically. I, no, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm the, I'm the head of the video department, but I'm not creating the content myself. I'm managing people right. creating content. Chris wants to make the sausage. He doesn't just want to package it. Exactly, exactly, mate. I want to make it. Right. I want to package it, and I want to eat it, and then I want okay. to regurgitate it. And I then thought you'd had 18 months prior where you had just had completely free reign to do anything you'd have wanted. <laughs> No, but and this with, is what I was with no, with no with absolutely no like problems if it succeeded or failed. No, but you see, this is this is the kind of difference where I did kind of mention this on the on the stream where like having a paycheck behind doing that is very different because because I didn't have a paycheck. Essentially, what I did is I was I was the stay at home dad, right? You know, and and it's like yes, I had free time, but that free time was like oh well, I'd have to sort out the house and do this and do that. Because guess what? The wife's bringing in the money. So I got to kind of do do my end of the bargain, as it were, which was kind of a shit yeah. way of thinking. But, then, Man, but not, to say, as well, yeah. not, not to Same say that thing. I couldn't have done it. I, I definitely have a lot of regret with, you know, hindsight. You say, oh, I should have done more. At the time, I didn't feel like I could do more. But yeah, I just, yeah, a couple of things that kind of cro- cropped up that reminded me of stuff like finding a couple of hacks to find a few of the old, ATG plays live streams. I think Jamie's gone again. No, he's there. He's blinked. No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, get, getting some links to some old ATG live streams, like, you know, workarounds. Yeah. Um, you had shared a, a story of a a gaming channel that seems to have went through a relatively similar time to what we did. That That got the kind of cogs turning as well. And it's just like all this stuff. And it's just like, man, I, I just kind of like miss it. I really do, and yeah. and I wish that we 
had the time and the focus and the proximity even to have made Super Show into a follow-up to what ATG was in a way. Um, but yeah, yeah you know, that, Later, it, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yes, yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Like, eight, 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 there's also like very specific reasons why ATG could be the, re- the way ATG was and the Super Show wasn't able to be the way that Super Show ATG was. hundred percent. Like, not 100%. least of all, not least of all, because you know we went from a like a six man, seven man team of paid people <laughs> to a three man team of not paid people. Yeah, who are all exactly. trying to do their, you know, get paid doing different shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, and, and, and not so only hard. that because because in the in the chat uh, of my stream, shout out to all the people that uh, joined in. Thank you very much. Um, in the chat on the stream, they're like, oh, well, you know, like, if you really want to make a success of it, what you could do is just make some six lists. And I was like, even even if I do manage to do something, and even if by some chance I manage to rope you guys in, probably the last thing we're going to want to do is, like, fucking six lists. Or list oh, yeah. Content. I also don't think it would work. Like, the idea that you could just churn out some six lists and we'll be getting, like, a you know, 100,000 subscribers and getting, like, tens of thousands <laughs> of views every video, I don't think, I don't think it would work anymore. I don't think that yeah. would be the case. Yeah. No, because that, that's, effectively be that's what we were scratch. doing on all time gaming with a platform, yep. and we were losing subscribers. Yep. Yeah, with money, we're getting paid. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Getting, like, we yeah, had the safety work. net of getting paid to do it. Yeah, yeah. but this the is world this has is changed. It. So, so uh, I, that's long winded way of saying I would like to stream more and make more of a concerted effort to up my streaming game, as it were. Not all the game, but just do it more often and enjoy it more. And Hell just yeah! Live, live for the moment. Um, but that's me, fellas. That's my catch-up. Should we jump into some fucking news? Let's some more it. news. Oh, yeah. All right? And I, I know that time's kind of running out yet, so we're going to kind of rattle through some stuff. Because and this is definitely rattle-worthy, because we're going to talk about last week's Nintendo Direct, which you guys, <laughs> it, it, hap- it I feel for you, because it happened while you were recording the podcast yeah. with Steph. Um, if it was just me and Jonesy, we might have plunged, but... With a, with a guest who was already on board by that point, like we couldn't go that late. Yeah, yeah, because it it uh, happened at eleven p.m. UK time, which is it's pretty late by by all means, especially if you have to watch it and then plan for it afterwards and then record the podcast. Like it's a it's a tall yeah. order. Um, yeah, especially with the guest kind of etc. But you did you did cover the movie stuff, but I thought I I cherry picked a few things to kind of talk about. Uh, one of them being Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which is a new expansion set to release in summer 2022, which I think was like a nice surprise for a lot of people. For sure. Makes me wish I cared about Monster Hunter. (laughs) When I finally come to play any Monster Hunter game, there's going to be a lot to play. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't get it. I I said it before. I've made my stance clear. I feel bad for the monsters. I don't want to break their legs. (laughs) <laughs> they're just trying to sleep yeah just trying to sleep fuck off um one that i am interested in though disco elysium the final cut is coming to switch in october so i am finally gonna hopefully catch up with you guys on that one because i do want to get it on the switch that seems how i always said that's probably how i play it is on the switch i mean i know i could have just bought it on pc but whatever uh i think i think that's a cool game to play on the switch as well it's, it'll yeah, fit quite so. nicely onto that system and i think it'll play quite well so yeah also i kind of need a reason to go back to my switch not not right. just play a fuck continue playing the world's longest demo of <laughs> dragon quest <laughs> 11 um but yeah then fellas the biggest fucking news in, in nintendo franchise history 
But we're getting another Kirby game, a 3D one for that matter. And it's not like a, a pseudo fighting game like what they released, like, what was it, this year, last year? Has Kirby um, never been 3D before? Yeah, it has been. Not Is like it? this, though. Not really. Oh, yeah. Not, not, like, not like Ocarina of Time 3D. Because I've never, like, Kirby is a thing I know about, but I've never played a Kirby game, I must admit. I've never, like, you know, gone... I think the... Uh, I, I only yeah, know no, Kirby from Smash, bro. And and yes, and, and not only yeah. that, and the fact that it was developed by Hal Laboratories, which uh, Satoru Iwata used to work at. And mm-hmm. I think he was kind of part of the team responsible for Kirby or whatever it is. Yeah. Some shit like that. I, I, I don't go too far into the Nintendo lore. My first uh, Kirby game was on the Game Boy, and I feel like Iwata did a lot of stuff in terms of like getting shit to run on the Game Boy. Like I think he was a right. big Game Boy advocate. Yeah, this was yeah. this was kind of rad though. Like I watched this trailer, and I was just like, Do you know what? Yeah, Kirby's a character who does deserve a game more like this than the games that Kirby's had lately. That yeah. all just seem to sort of like blur into one another and then fade away into nothingness. Yeah, what was it like? Kirby's Epic Yarn. That, the, that the was weekend? one of them, yeah. But there was also just another one. They made a couple of just sort of like regular style Kirby games that were just like there was some co-op stuff and shit where you're eating weird outfits and you're becoming like a yeah. different classes and I don't know. This just looked like a 3D, like it looked like if Super Mario 3D World was Kirby and that sounds cool. Uh, potentially. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Plus I love sucking. So... Um, <laughs> Um, that's why that's why Kirby speaks to me in some respects. Just that big old suck. Two C's. No K's. Moving on. And <laughs> Moving on. Di- this was an interesting one. Dying Light 2, Stay Human, a game that by all means might never not ever come out. Who knows? Uh, it has been pushed. <laughs> but yes, Dying Light 2, Stay Human is getting a cloud edition for the Switch in February while the first game in the series is also coming to the platform, just in a normal, bog-standard format. Jonesy, this, this is your territory, fucking written all over it. I mean, I know it's not the ideal platform to play this game. You're going to want to play it on your fucking high-powered um, PC or your fucking... Yeah, I'm not going to touch this on Switch. But, it's, but at least for people who've got a Switch, they can play it, and it's not going to look bad because it's a cloud edition. It's not going to be running onto the, yeah. the hardware, I guess, of the, the Switch itself. Even the first one coming to Switch, I think, is interesting because that's still a game that still I don't know. Good. I would have thought, yeah, it looks good. I would have thought it'd struggle to run on the Switch in some. Yeah, but they've got Doom but... Eternal on the fucking thing running natively. Like that's it. To be fair, that's true. Yeah, some, they're obviously going to tweak around some stuff and get yeah. it working. Um, but you saying that this game might never come out, I think it definitely will be coming out because some other news we heard today is, of course, that Rosaria Dawson has joined the cast. The uh, most attractive woman in the world. So um, I'm just going to throw that out there. So, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, you know. shocking, shocking behaviour. Fair enough. Um, fantastic, of course. Fantastic actress, of course. But main point, she's damn hot. So Great ass. <laughs> we, who's so weird? She's married. Or she's not just married. She's going out with a dude who ran for president when like Donald Trump did. Jeb Bush. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Anthony Weiner. It's not Wiener. Should I look it? Should I look it up? Oh, yeah, I look think it up. it's. But yeah, can, can I say something about the fucking cloud so editions on Switch? Yeah, uh, they work shockingly well, man. Like I played some of that Control cloud edition oh, on the right. Switch, yeah, yeah. and it was like, this is fucking, this is Control. It's mental. And I think they yeah, had. I mean, um, 
uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well. Right. Like, See yeah, that? Man. Yeah. If you if you can get them cloud versions, then there's no reason they can't just look really good. So why? Yeah. I mean, why or run well? So why not? Um, and also, if you're playing other games, like people play all sorts of games on the Switch now, of course. So if they're used to those controls, like have at it, like go to go to town, do whatever you want. I don't think, I don't see why you shouldn't have any game you can play on a console on the Switch. I think yeah. Can, um, for right or time. Yeah. Go on. His name, go is, his name is Corey Booker. Corey Booker. That's it. That's it. Oh wow, oh. Corey Booker. Really? Exactly. Like that. So all we all you need is have you that seen what Corey Booker looks like? Yeah. He looks like a... The, this, this dude is punching way above his fucking... I just typed in Corey Borker. <laughs> Not Corey He looks Borker. like uh, Kurt Angle mixed with RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It works. But he's definitely punching above his weight with fucking Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. Like, but then, but then ah, but this, this is the thing, right? He looks like he had powerful. a boost in, in porn, now he regrets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did. But powerful dudes can get very attractive wives, and that's not so. so oh. I don't. Think, I don't think looks matter. When Speaking from experience, kind of don't see? Unfortunately, not. Uh, I've yeah. never had power, uh, but yeah. I do have yeah. a very attractive wife. So you know, apparently, it didn't matter in my case. She <laughs> must yeah. have felt sorry for me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pray she keeps on feeling sorry for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, and another one is uh, Metroid Dread, fellas. It's coming out next week, in fact, and uh, yeah. I, I believe it is sold out on Amazon and is like the number wow. one Amazon, like people are number so one selling game on stupid, Amazon. Man, video games are digital nowadays. Like, you're with yeah, the times. There's no such thing as a sold out video game. Idiots. It, it is kind there's of mad. something nice about having that little cartridge, though. Isn't there? No, there's um, not. It's just I just look at it and I'm like I'm going to lose this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get smart, try and put it in a, a wallet, and then lose it. And you know what? <laughs> I also say, Chris, one month up in Metroid Dread. Some previews for that game hit this week. And yeah. like most of them, it must have been in some press release, like when the uh, DualSense kept being called wild. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone was calling this game like terrifying or scary. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if you wanted to write a press release that put me off a Metroid game, call it scary. I'm not playing it. <laughs> don't care. I don't want to get chased by that thing. Don't care. What, <laughs> don't care if it's got a cute kind of feminine name. I'm not getting chased by it. Not me. Wow. I haven't got time for that. I'm getting a fucking Steam box instead. What are they called? Steam. <laughs> Deck. A Steam Deck. Steam did you deck. see yeah. did you see the benchmarks that were leaked for the Steam Deck from the developers? Benchmarks for the Steam Deck. Yeah. What do you mean benchmarks? Like like be- they benchmarks and some, like basically some games. Like he, the oh I see, I see, I see So it was like now. Cyberpunk running yeah. at thirty FPS at seven twenty P on that on that fucking machine. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, but which version of Cyberpunk? <laughs> and it, is it the nice thing. slick smooth version or is it like, <laughs> like one pedestrian version yeah good good question no but like I, I think a lot of people were very surprised by kind of the power that was pumping out of that thing the power of the, the power that was pumping out of it um but yeah we'll find anyway. out this christmas are, are you probably i'm an idiot uh, so no, this is true this is true uh, going back to Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online membership service is getting an expansion pack as the N64 and Sega Genesis have joined the ranks. So a bunch of titles and, of course, classic controllers for sales. Now, this is an interesting one because the N64 stuff is coming as NTSC versions, which means right. 50 hertz right. as opposed to 60 hertz, which is what the UK people... And, and we, we had this when they had the... Um, was it the PlayStation PlayStation Mini or whatever it was fucking called? Where yeah. that was all PAL, and then 
uh, uh, NTSC. And when people in power regions played the game, they were like, why is this game so fucking slow? Mm. So we got that again. And then right. the, uh, the Sega Genesis controller in Japan, you get the six button version. In the rest of the world, you get the three button version. So fucking go figure. Mm. Wow. And even worse, which no one is fucking talking about, is why didn't they split this thing down the middle so you could attach it to the Switch? On either of the fucking controllers. Like oh, when I they see. announced when they announced the Switch, didn't we say, like, oh, how fucking amazing, what an amazing idea. You could make yeah. any kind of controllers, fucking slice it down the middle and just attach it on those fucking rails. And that has never materialized except for third parties. I think Jamie, you've got a third party one that's like bigger grips, right? For your yeah, like, the hoary your, your, split your sausage pads. finger your sausage fingers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my big fat my big fat sweaty palms. Um <laughs> But then, like, if you split an N64 controller down the middle, where's the analog stick? It's not uh, my half on one side, half on the other. <laughs> it's not my job to figure it out, Jamie. So you put I it on the side you. that you use it. You put it on the side that you use with which thumb? Yeah, you'd probably be on the right oh. hand side, right? No, left, left, left. No, right. Oh no, no, Jamie's right. It is left. No, it is it's left. right. Where you played right. Golden, no, right? right. You, you you moved to the character in Golden. Right, you right. moved James Bond with your right thumb. Oh god, hold on. Let me. No, you think. didn't. There's no the right hand was did. for the for the like uh, X Y Z, A A B X Y whatever, and then you your yeah you, yeah your exactly you would have had the, to do you'd have had to flip yeah, over like had, that no yeah. I I did I did hold the N sixty four controller really weird but I don't think it would have been my right thumb I think it would have been my J- left. Jonesy was one of those people that held it like upside down. Oh no! Do you know what I used to do? So I held the <laughs> okay. So because you know, obviously you have the tri- you have like the the thing in the middle with the trigger and then yeah. the, the joystick, right? So that's how you're supposed to hold it. Yeah. I used to hold it so that I held my left hand over the top of the N64 controller. Yeah. So where the where the shoulder button was, my left thumb on the joystick, right? And then my right hand would be sitting like holding the middle bit of the controller, so my right finger could pull the trigger. And then to use the uh, the D pad and stuff, I used to have to use my right thumb to do that. What the? F- you are mental. <laughs> I hated that controller so much. <laughs> I it was absolutely. And yet, awful. it's such a great controller, actually. But, so, oh, I could not. Have, I just hated it with a passion. Wow. Well, there you go. Um, there you go. And yeah, obviously the movie stuff. Like you mentioned that, and then uh, Bayonetta three. Finally, fucking more shit coming out. It was something like it was like three years prior that it. They'd shown something. I mean, it was still Reggie, right? So it's definitely, yeah, still Reggie, it was a yeah. different era, a different era of yeah. game reviewers at Nintendo. Um, I'm glad it's back. I'm glad yeah. that Bayonetta fans are going to get to see that game again. It looks a little bit smeary and blurry and rough and chuggy and rugged. And it does, I'm yeah. trying to think of the adjectives that I can use to describe All the stuff you <laughs> want with a new Bayonetta game. <laughs> I don't know. It looks wild and terrifying. It looks like a game that I wish Nintendo didn't sign an exclusivity deal for. That's what yeah. it's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that shouldn't be a fucking Switch game. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, we got away with it with Bayonetta 2, but why are we still doing this? But yeah. I get the, it. The uh, Red Dead Redemption 3 is exclusive to the Switch. On, <laughs> like, what the don't, fuck is this? Don't. Uh, you, you've just destroyed a little piece of Jamie's soul. Um, As a cloud version. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Imagine if it wasn't a cloud version. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It'd be like, I hope you guys like Carpal Tunnel because uh, not comfortable playing long Hell games no. on the Switch. Um, Hell no. In other Nintendo Switch news, fellas, um, Forbes came out and, and we're talking about, uh, you know, stoking the fires again about a Nintendo Switch Pro 
I mean, the OLED is pretty much just come out or is still to come out, but it's fucking in in people's hands and people are already fucking banging on about Twitch Pro. When will we learn? But anyway, you'd think from Forbes <laughs> and and kind of the pedigree that they're trying to build up with the stuff that they are kind of covering. It's a bit of an interesting one. There must be some reasoning behind it. And apparently they spoke to anywhere between 11 and 13 um, developers who said that they have received toolkits from Nintendo to create content or well, create their games, publish their games in 4K. And since then, Nintendo, in a rare move, have come out and categorically denied the allegations. I find this whole thing so confusing, I just want to say. Yeah, totally. I but, only have one angle that I can imagine that this is, right? Kurt is that angle. Forbes have some sources that have said that this, is, this might be true. And if Forbes have decided that if they stick to their guns and it's true, then they will they will be held, heralded as like, oh, wow, Forbes were right. Everyone else was wrong, blah, 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 blah. They, yeah. they knew. And if they're wrong, everyone will just forget and no one will give a shit. So yeah, like, yeah. What are we what are we gonna lose by mm. just sticking to it? Yeah, but, like a, a little bit of maybe bad press if it fucking like who cares? Move on. But but, but yeah. it felt like like when the OLED model was announced and not a 4K model, people already had that window where they could have forgotten all about Forbes and their reporting. And now the same reporter is back in there again, being like, No, it will be 4K eventually. Yeah. Look, now even developers are telling me they've got it. And uh, one of the developers that was named Zynga. Um, yeah. traditionally sort of like a mobile and online developer, but they are uh, said to be in the process of making uh, console games or specifically Switch games, they came out and said, no, that's not true. So now you've literally got this guy, this reporter going back at it and say, Nintendo are making this and I can prove it because look, this company have got one and this company have now turned around and said, no, we don't. Yeah, so but it's I... literally like a, a, a public, he said, she said, she said. <laughs> but We're it like, gets even better, right? Battered. It, it's, it's even better because what's happening clearly whether the, the the pro exists or not, right? Like Nintendo need to protect their businesses. They've just launched an OLED model. And now there's a report saying, effectively, don't buy the OLED model because there's another the better model fucking in the works. Mm-hmm. So just wait. That's effectively what people can read from that. Yes. So that's why I think in the rare move that Nintendo did is they came out and said it's not true. Right? Because, yeah, because usually like, Nintendo just keeps quiet and, and say no comment, etc. Uh, also because it could affect, yeah, it could absolutely affect sales, if, if, especially yeah. coming up towards like... And that's why like, I think that they said something. We're in Q4, it's Christmas, the yeah. OLED's coming out, like da 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 And then I could entirely see Nintendo sending an angry email to Zinger and saying, you better tell them that you, you don't have this because yeah. we'll fucking pull your licensing agreements or whatever it is. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like when someone gives away their source and yeah, it's it, like it's, that was it, the last thing you should do because then they can put pressure on the yeah. on whoever that is to say you better put you better um join the team otherwise you're going to get fucking 86 from uh, any future stuff we do mm. yeah. so yeah no maybe you're right maybe that's exactly like what it's, like like with what you guys are mentioning nintendo did name drop their investors in their response like at some point yeah it does become a concern yeah, for them it's business bro it, yeah you know that's so, what it is pr- Absolutely proved. There is a 4K switch coming out. It will be out next year. Yeah, um, with an OLED so, panel. So don't well, buy I mean, it now. Yeah. <laughs> like he's probably he's going to be right eventually, right? The like the OLED model is not going to be the only switch revision ever. Like it's barely a switch revision. No, as it is. they're, yeah. so they're going to they're going to get so annoyed by this. They're going straight to 8K, <laughs> no 4K. <laughs> Do you guys see that the um, 
the first uh, game that's uh, rendering internally at 8K on the PS5 and Xbox One, Xbox Series X is like out now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it called Abandoned? And it's got no. 30K textures. No. <laughs> I, 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 that's, that, that's a good one, but it's, but it's, I, it's well, called like the an tour- actual thing. It's called The Tourist, yeah. But it's spelled T O U R Y S T. Oh, but that's like, yeah, a, like a voxel game or something, isn't it? It is a voxel game, but yeah, it renders internally at. Um, 7680 by 4320 and still runs at 60 frames a second. Fucking hell. Why? So, because they became the first ever game to do it and that's a good title to have, I guess. It's a headline, yeah. Yeah, it sells. Nice, maybe. It, it's a headline. Now, I'll tell, tell you what, Jonesy, had I heard of the Tourist. Cream analogy for- I, uh, Jonesy, do you know which game I hadn't heard of yesterday? <laughs> Was it that game? The Tourist, yeah. <laughs> what a headline. You know what is so, uh, another headline, fellas? Sony today confirmed that they have bought Bluepoint Games, which is Hell yeah. that's cool, man. I like I like this. I like it is cool, but I, this, uh, but it's it's almost like one of these things that like I, I get tired of it. It's like like when they bought uh, Insomniac, right? They're like, oh yeah, here's this game studio that you know for the past five years has exclusively been making PlayStation games. We bought them. It's like what well, you were so fucking aligned anyway. It might as well, yeah. Be. It it doesn't seem like as big a fucking announcement as I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's maybe that's just me. I, it, it's I, almost like an inevitability thing, you know. Like yeah, fucking obviously. I get you. I you get know. you. But it, it means it, it, it cool. doesn't. It doesn't have like the shock factor or the wow factor of like a Microsoft and Bethesda. But oh yeah, it's yeah. still neat. It's still neat. Yeah. Plus, I guess uh, what, what is also cool about it is you look at uh, there was like a little video graphic that said welcome to the family for playstation studios and it was like all of the place like the games from the different playstation studios like that's actually that's pretty fucking stacked right that's cool yeah that's cool and Um, i reckon there'll be more i reckon there'll oh dude you gotta understand we're entering into this fucking arms race now like now yeah yeah all bets are off like acquisitions are going to be the the biggest thing to happen in gaming now for like the next couple of years it's it's crazy how like it's uh, sorry. I mean, it, it's 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 like the new platform wars, right? The console wars. The new console wars right. is now acquisition wars. Who yeah. can spend the most money to buy the most and highest yeah. tier it's, uh, developers? It's also crazy that like the video games and like movies and TV shows are kind of coalescing on that front. Where and admittedly, theirs is less acquisition of like studios, but and more acquisitions of. But the, the battleground is content, right? And and what you're seeing more and more is like how can we whether it's like a Matrix uh, sequel or whether it's a uh, Goodfellas, uh, no, so excuse me, Sopranos prequel prequel. or bringing back um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like it's all about content and content for a lot of people begins and ends with uh, like recognition. And that's where we've been at for the last two generations of games with remasters (laughs) and remakes. Yeah. Which is like, it's almost like everything's coalescing. And and now because of the, the, because the battle is services and services are won by content. Like it's it's kind of crazy how it's yeah. It, yeah, it's man. only gonna get it's only gonna get crazier. I, at least at least it was Sony that bo- that bought Bluepoint. Because imagine if like Microsoft had come and like sort of sniped them out from underneath and were like, no, we're now remaking Microsoft games. But this is this is why Sony this announcement be was stupid because like off. that would never like that could happen. I mean, I, I hope I hope someone does that. I hope someone does that, like a Kojima production style company, and says, "We'll go anywhere. Come and get us, baby!" And like we get a bidding war between. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I'd love that. that but oh, yeah, what what is interesting about this now is like it's almost like it's chess, right? It's like 
okay, now it's Microsoft's turn to make a big move. And what are they going to do? I mean, how you know they fucking got Bethesda? What's what's next? Yeah, well, they're, I mean, they're, they're closely aligned with EA currently. Like, you know, they are. They, they, they have been rumors. There have been rumors. There also there have been rumors as well that you know that they're trying very hard to do stuff that's focused on the Japanese market and yeah. trying to make sure Xbox is established as like the home console there after Nintendo's uh, consoles. So maybe. Uh, there's always, there, there are always crazy rumors, aren't there, surrounding like the Capcoms and the Segas and the Konamis of the world. Um, like, imagine yeah. if someone did just like say, "Hey, Konami, we're going to buy your video game division and all your intellectual property," and all of a sudden, like, you've got Castlevania, you've got Contra, you've got Metal Gear. Like, cool yeah. shit can still happen. Yeah, it is kind of mad. Ah, that, that, that's what I like <laughs> about the story is like the possibilities, right? Like, it is e- even the, the even the possibility is a blue point, like. You know what? What does that if they are kind of like the uh, the remake or remaster specialists? Yeah. What's next on their slate? I mean, well, there's obviously been that rumored Metal Gear. Um, I mean, they could also do their own fucking thing. As, as they, their they, own. they they've claimed in the statement the president put out today, they he said that they are working on original content. Yeah. Which some people have interpreted as like, does that mean original content in a not original IP? Like, like. <laughs> The people, because that's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm in two minds about this. I think I think it's there's kind of like a sort of the other guy style thing of like, I I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Like <laughs> they clearly have talented developers. They showed with Chad of the Colossus and Demon Souls, especially that their art and tech pipelines are very good and that they can make stuff. But at the same time, when a studio is that good at remaking games, wouldn't it be nice to just get one last hit? Like one last little, like it's the like heroin just a, part. Just a cheeky just, just little, one more. like a like a like a siphon filter or a parasite eve. Just just one more, like ooh, either like of a, those got me fucking chills, buddy. Like what, just imagine, like why ooh, would you like not one more? If, if you were Sony, why would you not expand them and just do both of those things? Why would you have to pick and choose right now? Because now I mean, they've yeah, got them actually under the umbrella. That is that is, kind of... that is the other thing that Sony are doing, right? Is like we saw with Insomniac, where they're just like. You guys are good. What if you hired so many people you made three games at once? <laughs> so who knows? Maybe with Blue Point yeah. you could go the same road. You then yeah. get that weird thing about the broom. Like, where is it still the same broom? Like, yeah. you've added in so many different elements. But yeah. true. Yeah. I, I, true. I'll tell you what, though. Like, fucking going back to the, the Dark Souls thing of just wanting to finish it is I wanted to finish it, get a PlayStation 5 so I could play Demon Souls because that, that game looks fucking sick. And yeah. then it was also like, what what do I play Elden Ring on? Do I play it on PC or do I play it on uh, PlayStation? And then I've got myself thinking, well, am I even going to buy a PlayStation this year? Am I going to get my hands on one or am I just going to decide to not get one because I've got other stuff to play that isn't going to be focused on PlayStation? So, you know, yeah. there's a, a lot of fucking snap, crackle, pops <laughs> in my head. <sighs> But yeah, it's interesting. I, I news items like that are kind of like under the radar. There's like not like big fucking marquee flashy things, but I love them the most because of the possibility. Like, what does Microsoft do? What can Bluepoint do? What happens next? You know, mm-hmm. I just like it. It just makes me giddy. And something else that makes people giddy is The Last of Us. Whether they are uh, knocking The Last of Us Part Two or loving. The Last of Us Part 2, we had The Last of Us Day, where it's a fan event, they talk about all things Last of Us, and we've got a few interesting things. Um, You know, some of it's 
pretty cool, like showing us a single fucking still from the uh, the HBO Last of Us show. Just give us a fucking trailer on on Last of Us Day. Where, is there not a better time? Go fuck yourself. Um, but it seemed fairly faithful and uh, true. But the yeah, they that, were wearing the right clothes. Yeah, they were wearing <laughs> the right clothes, and uh, you know, uh, um, uh, Pedro Pascal had the right kind of like off-centered shoulder kind of thing of like nonchalance surviving in a post uh, whatever. Uh, the thing that interests me the most out of all of this is Naughty Dog giving a brief update on the upcoming multiplayer project. And basically all they said is, in short, we're working on it and we'll announce it when it's done. Right? Yes, basically. And I fucking hate when they do that because guaranteed what's going to happen is they're not going to announce it when it's done. They're going to announce it well before it's done or when it is done, but then say, oh, yeah, it's coming out in six months' time. If you if you say if you say to me, Jamie and Jonesy, that you're going to announce it when it's done, I expect you to to fucking shadow drop it and just be like, boom, there we go, it's done, it's out now, go play it, go fuck yourself. Here is the multiplayer, and it releases today. And you're yeah, like, it's like oh, yeah, yeah, ready, no, ready like, when it's done. Okay, okay yeah, but, the, but marketing and PR is they, they exist. I don't care. They, I know. They, I know what Chris means, though. It was almost like a. Um, don't say it then. It's such a, a yeah, such like a far off date because not only have you got to wait for them to do the announcement, you've got to wait for it to actually come out and go through the cycle of like marketing and everything. Yeah. So it just makes it feel like it's basically longer away. And Jamie, longer what away. I what, what I wanted to see them do is uh, grow big cojones and put the cojones where their mouth where their mouth is. But what so so with regards to Last of Us Day, what should they have done then? No, I don't know. But not I, said nothing. Well, because then they get accused of a lack of communication. No, but it's this kind of thing, like, like, oh, let's announce Elder Scrolls Six, right? And, and show a fucking splash screen. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not working on it. It's years away because the text still needs to. Go. Hey, do you don't, know why? Don't do, this say is why anything then. Well, this is why we can't have nice things. Do you know why they did that? Tell me. Because they have that show. They're there. Trailer plays. Big pop. Audience goes crazy. Twitter goes crazy. It's trending. It's on Reddit. It's on YouTube. Blah, blah, blah. T- tens of millions of views. Do you know what the alternative is? Jeff Grubb article six months down the line. <laughs> and the secret's out. Like, which would you rather if you worked in PR? <laughs> I know which I'd rather. Oh, like, VGC have corroborated reports from Eurogamer that this game's fucking being developed. Like, how many times do we have to hear that before it's like, hey, announce the thing you got. Like, it's yeah. going to get out. Yeah. I totally get why people are going in that direction. Does it kind of suck? Yeah, it does. does it just like, kind of suck. It does suck, and I and I, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Um, yeah, you know what grinds my gears? This. <laughs> yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. I figured. Um, I'm looking forward to that show though. I was there, for some reason every, I have a I'm on a cycle where like every six to twelve months. I remember Chernobyl exists. The not the, oh yeah n- not the not the city <laughs> the or the event itself, but the um. Uh, but um, the TV, HBO, the HBO, HBO Sky, yeah, HBO Sky Atlantic kind of like yeah. thing, which is a lot, a lot of the same creative heads uh, yeah. behind it as are working on this. And I remember just how so unbelievably good Chernobyl is slash was, um, yeah, and it makes me confident. Also, they got some kind of mad directors um, uh, on this show where, like, if you look up some of the people who are directing episodes for it looks at first blush like a bunch of foreign names and you haven't heard of fucking any of them <laughs> and you look them all up 
and they've all made like some of the most like critically acclaimed international films of like the last couple of years, like fucking Palm Door winners and Cannes yeah. Grand Prix winners and like Berlin film, fe- like literally like La Creme de la Creme of films you've never heard of and don't care about. And they <laughs> right. get all those that lot to work on this. And Neil. It's good. And <laughs> yeah. Neil's Dr. getting Uckman. Neil's Neil's Dr. Uckman is apparently getting a few episodes, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and and it's crazy that there are reports to be like budget of like up to eight figures per episode. She's like, wow. Well, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think what's on par with. Is that like Game of Thrones kind of money? Yeah, I think probably, like, pro- probably like season six Game of Thrones when you're getting those massive yeah. battles. Yeah, right. Not not Lord of the Rings though, because that's like I think that's still like the most mental fucking budget that's oh. ever. The 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 Amazon Lord of the Rings TV show. Oh right. Um, yeah. It's, it's bizarre though because it's. We're, we're talk, I was talking about this earlier, like saying that it's um it's it's quite a, you know because so, you watch like Sweet Tooth or something like that. I don't know what the budget on that is, but that's basically <laughs> the Last of Us anyway. I was so, like, sh- oh, sorry, the, the final season of uh, Game of Thrones got up to fifteen million per episode. So yeah, exact wow. exact same ballpark as latter day um, Game of Thrones. The only thing at the moment I'm a bit like mm, about with that series because I'm look at, really looking forward to it coming out, but I don't like the casting of Pedro Pascal as well. I think it's inspired. I think it's shite. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I, I, like, there are people who look more like Joel, sure, but I, I don't think that's a great way to cast a TV show. So I'm curious to see this this version of it. Yeah. I, I like, think the look like, is a part. Like, I think, is only I think part to throw in Josh sure. Brolin or Hugh Jackman in there just because he's like the the, the ethnicity slightly more accurate and he looks more natural with a beard. Like fuck that. Like get the best actor. No, I'm, I'm just trying to think like the what I've seen Pedro Pascal and I don't think that I can't. It's not like how he. It's not the look. It's, it's like his acting. I can't imagine him being Joel. I'm sure maybe he'll be fine, but I, I, don't I know. can imagine it. Would you I'm rather really, he wear I'm a really helmet strong. the whole time? But that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, even that is, it feels like it's just because he's coming off the back of the Mandalorian that he's currently in favour at the moment, and he's uh, you know, and he's, he's they think oh yeah he'll work really well. But I can't, I just can't imagine it. But then maybe he's that good an actor that it almost be like a Daniel Day Lewis type deal I, I, where I think you he's, can barely even you know tell that he's not the perfect person for the role. I but think he'll I, be capable. Sure. I, I, he's got a weird, there's a thing about his face as well that doesn't look quite right. Like he's got. He doesn't have that kind of. I don't even know. He needs more like grav, like rugged gravitas in the face, and I don't think he has it. That that rugged southwestern look, yeah. He needs just, he needs more. And he needs just more face. Like, like. I think again, I feel like we're just talking about what he looks like, and I feel like that's going to be the least. No, important I am now. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. The acting, I think, the I think it's going to be the least important thing when we get to that show. I agree. I agree. It's the, it's the acting is how he acts. It, I think, is going to be the main thing. Like, like if you want, we could fucking record a whole podcast on the size of Bella Ramsey's forehead, but it, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not going <laughs> to matter when she's on stage right. getting her getting her Emmy. She's, I feel bad. Have I believed a tit? No, does she's she have eighteen. A big, does she's she have an, a big she's an adult. She's an adult. I'm allowed eighteen. To fair game. She it. does have a big, yeah, big boy. And she was in Game of Thrones. And so was Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Speaking of the crossover, I was looking at uh, looking up to see if I could find the names of some. You know, I was referencing like the people who were uh, directing some yeah. of the episode. Um, Go on. Like, uh, well, one of them, for example, the guy who's directing the pilot episode is called Kantemir Balagov. <laughs> Um, but the, there are there are more. I just want to find. Um, I can't remember where I was looking. Um, I shouldn't but, have looked at pictures of Bella Ramsey in the Game of Thrones because oh now yeah, I'm, now I really don't think I so want like her uh, as Ellie. 
There's Kantemir Balagov, who yeah. is joined by his professional pilot Alexander Alexander Rodney, Rodniansky. Uh, other episodes are being directed by the likes of Ali Abassi and Jasmila Zabanich. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. No, that's the thing. I, I, it's like, I didn't the, know the who any of them are either. If you, either, if but you like, share that kind of like without knowing what they've done, because we don't know what they've done, but we can assume, and from what we've heard, it's like, hey, these like foreign films that are really highly praised. But if yeah. you didn't listen to any of that, you just heard those names, you're like, this is a mo- fucking money laundering scam. Yeah. But like, if I just pick <laughs> up that, last, like that, last, or something, that like. last name, for example, I've never heard of her, but Yasmila Zabanich from Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, her last film was called Quo Vadis Aida? Question mark. Yeah. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 97% on Metacritic. Um was the Bosnian entry for Best International Feature Film at the 93rd Academy Awards, made the shortlist and became and was nominated. Audience Award at the 50th International Fest Film Festival Rotterdam, Best International Film Award at the Gothenburg Film Awards. It also got nominated for the BAFTA for Best Film Not in English Language. And she got nominated for Best Director at the BAFTAs herself. Nice. Like, so it's like these people you've never heard of who just yeah. like made like films that are just like re- apparently ridiculously good mental but like, i'm sh- i'm sure it will be like they're throwing everything at it it's gonna be good like don't get me wrong also not to mention the fact that we've already played the game we know the story so it's not like they can do a game of thrones and completely fuck the story no exactly so, and we know that and we know I mean, that season we also know that season <laughs> one is the first game which yeah. means again like fairly fairly oh, safe around there I can't wait until season two. All well, the salt coming back out again. Whoever bro, gets to play Abby is going to get absolutely That casting is going to be so fascinating. I reckon this season two is going to take place between game one and two. Nah, they can't. Because how can you get that? Look? You can't do that, man. You could make Laura. Of course they can. Cloth, because what's going to happen is if this fucking does gangbusters, they're going to be like, you, you've got to milk it. Like, you can't no we, we, walking, not a like third walking game dead for, style there's not a third game for you to make a fucking season three two series um, Jonesy, i'll have you know that rodney ansky said that the show is set to last several seasons what? while kenny claimed that it could last as many as eight oh. mazin or mazin suggested that a second season is likely if the first is well received and Druckmann said that the first season will cover the events of the first game so that means that unless they do something I, I, which would be see, amazing I could, see, I could see the second game covered in two seasons i was yeah. gonna say the and first you know season is the first game but then they have like five seasons for the second game and everyone is just like so annoyed that abby is in like the main character of like three seasons everyone's <laughs> yeah. just oh well, can you imagine like se- season season two is just abby season three is just uh fucking oh that would be mental and, but hey, do you know what? Like, if it does last eight seasons, at least HBO have a great track record for what happens to their TV shows when they extend beyond what the original <laughs> author had written, right? Yeah, true. So, true. Uh, yeah. All on board. When they when they extend beyond the source material. Do also guys- kind of fascinating, like... Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm just going to say, like, when you consider, like, Gabriel Luna is Tommy, which obviously, like, yeah. because Pedro Pascal is Hispanic, like, the brothers... And yeah. it's like, you think, like, okay, that, that makes sense. But then you think about Tommy in the context of The Last of Us Part Two. And you're like, shit, like, that means Gabriel Luna's going to be doing, like, do you remember, like, the sniper scene and stuff like that? Yeah, like, that'd be it's going to be Gabriel Luna now. Like, that's cool. kind of mad. He was Don't the Terminator. Think... Uh, 
Oh, I don't, I don't even know. Oh, he I, was it in, in Dark in Dark Fate. He's like the latest, oh, greatest Terminator. But yeah, the most recent Terminator. One. I I think there's only one person I can think of playing older Abby, which has surely got to be Ronda Rousey. No, bro. If Ronda Rousey gets cast in the Last of Us, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. Come on, Cara, Cara June was Gina Carano. Bro, Ron, Pedro have you Pascal seen the Fast was in Mandalorian. Furious, which Fast and Furious is Ronda Rousey in? Oh yeah, I can't remember. Fucking which one, hell! I've seen it. I talked about Ed and Eddie earlier. The plank from Ed and Eddie <laughs> gave a more lifelike performance than Ronda Rousey. Did. Wow! And he's called Plank. His name is yeah, Plank. But can, need I remind you that she's having a lot of acting experience now that she's in the WWE. Bro, she got dropped from, like, there was a point where Ronda Rousey was cast in, like, three films at once. What was that thing where, it was like a Patrick Swayze film where he was, like, a bouncer for, a like, a bar on a road or something like that? Road, Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Yeah, I th- there was one point I think they were going to do a female Roadhouse remake with Ronda Rousey. And like right. she got like she she lost in the UFC, went crazy, started crying, <laughs> contemplated suicide, disappeared for ages, and then just everyone dropped her. Wow! Apart from Vince, Vince Apart saw that Vince saw the light. He's the man, the the McMahon. <laughs> yeah, a cancelled remake in September 9th, 2015. It was announced that Ronda Rousey would start a remake of Roadhouse. <laughs> Plans from the movie fell through, and the movie was quietly cancelled in 2016. Fucking remake Roadhouse. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. But well. I, I could. Uh, yeah. No. She won't be. She won't be Abby. But there you go. <laughs> she's. She's. She, she's. She would look ripped. the part. She's ripped. Sure. But yeah. Like there are. There are other muscly women out she's there. She's probably not. I bet she's not even ripped anymore because she's not in. Um. Is she still in WWE? Is it WWE? WWE. Is she still? I believe that technically speaking, yes, she is still in it. Or is um, she just not in active roster or whatever? I think sometimes when you're like the big, big uh, end of WWE, especially people who do lots of stuff in other things, like it's kind of like a thing that you come in and out. Yeah. Like John Cena's always in and out. I think, like obviously, like uh, like Brock Lesnar was out for a long time just then. I think he's just coming back now. I saw him the picture of him the other day with a new haircut. Um, <laughs> like Roman Reigns was in and out for a little while, but that's because he was. I think he had cancer, or I think he had leukemia, or something. Oh, I don't know, geez. but like, like a lot of the bigger guys do. Yeah. And girls do go in and out. Um, oh, yeah, they do, buddy. But then also, who, who's who got the time to watch that much professional wrestling every week to keep up with it anyway? So I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> I don't have five hours a week. I don't have five hours every Tuesday to find out <laughs> yes, what you're doing in their life. No, I don't. What are you on about? Well, you don't until the person you work for says you do. <laughs> and well, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> if I got told that I had to watch 50, 50 hours of WWE in, uh, in yeah, two days. Yeah, then I then hey, that's what I'm paid for, right? Oh, she's had a baby. With um with Tra what's his name? Travis. The other fighter. Uh I I don't know who with Brown? Travis Brown, yeah. That's why she's not been about well, it's a yeah, good because she's not gonna wrestle with a baby in her belly, you dingus. But do you know what you you said that? Do you know what's hilarious? I googled Ronda Rousey, and the, one of the first things that came up was Ronda Rousey to be the first woman to enter the octagon eight months pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! Eight so months I think pregnant. They must have like Hawaiian heritage because there's this very Hawaiian name here, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Oh, please try. The, please try. I think so. Their daughter is called La Laakea Makalapuau. Makalapuau Kalanipo Brown. I, I love it when they do that. Like ethnic name Brown. Yeah. I mean, if you guys can see the chat that we that we all have, that it's there. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I saw it. I can't. I just can't say it. La Akea Makala. 
Hua Kalapepe Pinyapapapa Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go with Nailed Chris's it. pronunciation. Nailed it. Oh, one thing I do know about um, Hawaiian is that it is very phonetic. Okay, good to know. Right. Good to know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll bear that in mind. Okay. It's a very phonetic language. As you see it, you Man, read it. Aguilar it's here from like comicbook.com. Kind of and today I... Like English is not a very phonetic language. Because every word like can have a billion different ways to say it, even though they're all spelt the same. Yeah, that's English. Yeah. Whereas, uh, it makes no sense at yeah. all. I, th- I think like the Hawaiian um, alphabet is only like 12 letters or something. What? Yeah. Uh, There's six- more than 12 letters in that fucking name. Hawaiian alphabet. Hold on. I've just realised the time and how long we've been recording. Yeah, hold on. We but we've got to get... to move on from this. Yeah, it's only, only 12 letters. <laughs> Hawaiian. Those lazy fuckers. A-E-H-I-K-L-M-N-O-P-U-N-W. So is that why whenever you just say something like Mahakalaka Mukanakanika, everything just sounds Hawaiian? Yeah, Mahalo. Pretty, pretty much. That's why it must mean one only long words, because you need to get more. You can't have short, because they've let fewer letters, so you can have longer words. Yeah. Hon- every, every, every town in Hawaii is called Honolulu. <laughs> like, if you just guess, it's probably it's, called Yeah, Hawaii. it's like Honolulu, Honolulu-wa, Honolulu-poo. Hon- yeah, Honolulu. exactly. longer bits. I think we're just getting quite racial now, so we're probably just going to and uh, speaking of racial, the New World, a uh, MMO about uh, settling new worlds, coming from none other than Jeff Bezos's Amazon, has just launched, fellas. Uh, it is a new world out there with and, Amazon making yeah, video games. It is a new world. Uh, and with great power and success come great queue times, apparently, uh, because there were 700,000 players on Steam, making it the second most popular game at the time. But it did mean that the servers were overloaded. Yeah, as you'd expect. Uh, I mean, seven hundred thousand players quite fucking mental. I I would imagine that a lot of its success uh, came down to Asmund Gold. To be honest, he he does. He's a needle mover. He is a needle sure. mover. He's a needle mover. Look at Final Fantasy fourteen. But there was a very interesting take in kind of saying. So Amazon is having these problems now. You talk about Amazon as a company with maybe the most servers in the world, and they are having server issues. It's not, it's not a problem that's ever going to go away, folks. Not in this uh, online crazy world that we live in because guess what? A server issue is a, a lot more complex than people might give it credit for. And if, if Amazon can't crack it, no one's going to fucking crack it. Like half mm. the internet runs on Amazon. Like you know, you, a, a, Amazon is, nah, AWS man, goes down and all of a sudden... Like, this all is a load of bollocks. News. It's not a load of bollocks the, at all. Ja- it is a load of bollocks. Jamie has made a point. Made a very good point before, and he said it before when we were talking about servers, and he said that um, the reason they don't get like buy up all the servers so they can make it so that it works like absolutely fine on day one is because they know with a little while into that game that there's not going to be anywhere near as many people playing the game so they uh, they account for the number of people they think are actually going to be playing the game i, I don't want to um, mischaracterize what you said jamie before but i think that's no no that's, that's broadly it is like you don't like you don't look if you if your numbers tell you you're going to have seven hundred thousand people day one and thirty thousand people day five then you budget for day five and you eat the cost on days one through four and <laughs> yeah. you know what it ends up being more often not good publicity because you know what most of the people were going to interpret this article as? Wow, a lot more people are trying to play New World than I thought would. Maybe I should I should try <laughs> too. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, so it's a it's a it's a mix between good publicity and not having to pay those incredibly short sighted early upfront costs for server capacity that becomes useless probably from day two to three onwards. Fellas, I just figured something out. I just figured something out. You know how I've been saying um, Marvel's Avengers like gonna gonna stop after they release Spider Man. 
It's not yeah. because they're only paying for like one server. It's cheap. It's cheap. No, because there's only like fi- there's only like fifty people playing. Bro, did you see the news this week? What? It's coming to Game Pass, Marvel's Avengers. Yes, no, I did see. I did see. So th- th- they're going to have to start spending a bit more money on server capacity because <laughs> maybe that like was Microsoft even, said, give it, give it to Game Pass. We'll take care of the servers. Even I, I, still even I saw that and I was like, God, if they've got cross save, I'll just transfer all my shit over and play it on PC like just once to see what happens. Maybe play the Black Panther shit. But then maybe I wouldn't do that anyway because Spider Man is apparently still coming this year. Yeah, you and that would be PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, so. Um, but that's it. I, but I don't know the server thing. I don't think the re- that can ring true, right? Because I get what you're saying, Jamie, and I think it's a really good point. However, the idea that someone like Amazon can't be dynamic with um, what servers they've got and what's available to like meeting needs. So I think I think the case with this game was that they just did not realize how popular it was going to be. They mi- they underestimated how many people going to play this on day one for whatever I, reason. I don't think I don't no I think it, I think it's more like imagine if you were booking a theater hall for your like your stand up comedy show Jonesy and yep. um and you and you book the hall but it's got no seating in it and the person who lent the at least the hall to you is like right you you got to book book seating from me and it was like how many seats do you want and you're like well I don't really know because I'm expecting 500 people night on, night 1 and have 50 people every night from then onwards and the guy's like well I've got. I can give you the five hundred chairs, but like those four hundred and fifty spares are your problem. Like I'm not going to come back and pick them up tomorrow. That's not how my pickup, my chair pickup service works. And I think that's kind of how servers work. Is like, like even if you say, oh, okay, all those people left, like you can't just in in the, in the matter of minutes like reallocate that server capacity or just switch them off till you find something else to do. Either way, it's money lost, money that you probably didn't really need to lose. I think if you're Amazon, you can figure it out. And oh, if you need to, Amazon, you absolutely you, yeah, can. If, if you want to make the argument that Amazon could eat the cost of like, like no, no, I, I don't think I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they can eat the cost. I'm saying they could have, they could have a more dynamic service system whereby they they can meet the needs on day one, and that they can have a dynamic system whereby by yeah. day ten I, you you whatever, can say that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be can, the person that puts my hand up and says I don't know anywhere near enough about how servers yeah. actually work and how easy it is to reallocate server capacity to make yeah. a statement like that. Let I, me I, point out at this point, I know nothing about yeah, servers I, and capacity. I, I, I also know nothing, but what I have heard is that it's a it's a lot more complex an issue of than saying like, oh, we've budgeted for let's say. 500,000 players and now we've got 200,000 players so what we need to do yeah. is add another two servers it doesn't or, I understand or, or, it doesn't or, work or f- that way it's not like oh you just add in servers to chew up the capacity it's like there's a lot more it's a lot more yeah. complex than just adding in or, or, or to go like oh it's midnight on day two now so stick 200 back on Prime Video 250 <laughs> back on Kindle and the rest back on the on the, on the store like I don't, From- think, I don't it doesn't Surely it can't be like that. Like, My right? understanding is that what happens with the servers is it's like one of those old school telephone systems, but it's all run by butt gerbils, right, that have been rescued. Butch. And they move little cables around. And if you need to reallocate servers, you just put some more butt gerbils in and ah. they move the wires around more. I think you might be onto something, actually, Jonesy. That's how I, I think it works. I think you, you, you've, missed the little, you've misunderstood what's happening here. It's the, uh, the phone servers, but from the John Wick movie, but then because John Wick is excommunicado, um, you know, they've, they've had to rewrite a whole bunch of shit. So All run by smoking oh, hot, tatted up, 50-styled women. To just, like, plug in all the different things in. I get a fucking cringy shiver every time I hear the word excommunicado. <laughs> they fucking butchered that franchise. No, I, I agree with you. Oh. When they added in that law bullshit, I, 
that's the wrong move. That so it was third, an actual action is still top notch. But. That third movie was dross and it had terrible <laughs> action scenes in it at times. But it, but it also like, had some anything, sick action scenes as well. Ha- yes, it did. But like anything that's like uh, like any of the firearm choreography was uh, dastardly and muttly. <laughs> See, the f- the first film was good in that, it, and it also potentially could have existed in the real world. The second film blew that out of the goddamn water with all the insane law stuff they brought in. The third made it worse. But with the set, I remember watching the second one. I think I saw it with you, Jamie. The second film. we saw it all together. We all saw it together. Oh, we all, we did to, we all see it? Together? We went to the premiere. Keanu was there. We went to the premiere. Oh, Keanu Jesus, was we there, did. and that was the day that we launched uh, Game Changers. Wow! Oh, no, did. that was the day no. we launched the Let's Plays. The there was the Res- Resident Evil Seven episode one went up that night. I do you know what? I came out of that screening of of John Wick Two, and I was like. Do you know what? There was just too much violence. <laughs> there was too... I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, the film was just constant Had you action. just had a child I at loved the time it, or something? Were you... Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, like, it was, it was... Oh, yeah, no, Chris, I remember you being like, yeah, it was great. I fucking now loved it, I, I, remember you, I remember you liked it, Chris. It was yeah, too much. Like, it was, it was they, gave us one of those, they gave us the coins that they used. Yes. To, they gave us the coins, I, yeah. I still have it in my cupboard. Do you, know what it, do you know what it was? It wasn't, it was like too much violence. It was the, like in a video game, right? The pacing, you need the calm to appreciate the storm. And there was no calm. It was just like, bam, 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 bam. And I was like, geez, I'm, I, just, I just tired. I just, I just felt I'm like exhausted. Like, I, I felt like John Wick, the first John Wick hinted at a world that then got fleshed out by a 15 year old. <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah. like, what if they had a person that made suits for them and the suits were all lined with metal so they could not get shot. And, <laughs> Then they go to the hotel and they can't shoot each other in the hotel. Yeah. And you can use the coins to pay for things. And but if but like, you, don't yeah. you don't you think that some of the like the law stuff as it was handled in the first movie is why it was so good because it was it was very much like almost in the background of the periphery. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't the focus. It was like oh, there's some kind of like weird law shit going on here, and I kind yeah. of dig it. And then as soon as they explain it, it's like no, nah, I don't care. And by John Wick three, he's like, I'm sorry, I've got to walk through the desert to find the fucking the the the, the I can't even remember the El Sharif or whatever. It was so dumb. Cutting, yeah, he, he ends up cutting so his dumb. finger off or something for an Arab lord. Or I don't even remember. Then there's someone who's got dogs who like their secret weapon is they can just launch dogs at people. He's got that. Like, it went really weird. Like, come on now. Hey, but, there's, but John Wick riding a horse. John, yeah, John Wick was riding a horse, so it's okay. Shoot the horse. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah, there were, and, and some of those fights in the beginning were so like there were some shots in there that were so good, that were so good. Some of the kills in those early fight scenes in John Wick Three, yeah, so good. Yeah. In all of them, there's some great fight scenes, and the action is is fantastic in all of them. Like as I, some of it's over the top, and then just yeah. well, this how, how have we gone into bold. John Wick discussion? All right, anyway, I don't even know, fellas. I think we need to wrap it up. Uh, you know, we do put put a condom on it, wrap it up, and yeah, call it a day. Um, only it thing, tag it. Only, only thing missing is is a code word. Mm, lots to choose from. <laughs> the, what, what did we, Sigma? What did we say about Sigma? Sigma. Oh, we were the, we were the Sigma stars, radio, internet radio Sigma stars. Internet radio. Sigma I, stars. I, I think Sigma star is pretty good. Are, are you Sigma a Sigma? Stars. Sigma star, maybe. Perhaps. I, f- I feel like I feel like I'm a Sigma. I don't. Even, that, I, I don't know. I think you probably are. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a diss or not. 
I don't know. I don't know either. If it is a compliment, I'm slightly... Jonesy doesn't pay me compliments. What, like, what's going on here? Yes, I do. How can you say that? Not, not compliments about my masculinity. You're usually, like, taking the piss out of my lack of masculinity and telling me how small maybe my I'm, penis maybe, is. And, maybe wow. I'm doing it again. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. It's like a role reversal, kind of like a thing where you're just trying to build me up and then you'll pop my bubble, burst my bubble immediately after the podcast ends. Wow. Um... <laughs> Cool. Uh, thanks for watching. Chris, uh, do you get erectile dysfunction? Me? Are you asking me? What? Never mind. Where did this come from? What? I, I tell you, you know what started happening is... Uh, no. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> Nothing started. I, I, I'm, oh, I'm fucking rock solid, baby. <laughs> there I, you I, go. Sig- Sigma grind set. Sig- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, I don't know, the, 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 the day that I wake up that I'm not solid is the day that I die a bit inside. Um, all right, everybody, and especially to you two, thank you so much for making a, a, an enjoyable return to oh, podcasting. Home, so uh, there we go. And there, thank you, guys. For, thank fellas. you for coming back and not moving them permanently. What, to Greece? Yeah. I'm sure it was tempting. I mean, I, I'd like to. I mean, technically I could. Yeah. No, don't consider it. That was Remote a throwaway working. comment. Let's move on. You'd gain about 300 pounds just in Satsiki. <laughs> Oh man, let me tell you, like, just before we exit this podcast, I can tell you that every single day I was bloated. <laughs> You'd come back and your skin would be the color of Tara Masalata. <laughs> the opposite, actually. Tara Masalata is um, like pinkish, right? Yeah, no, that I'm saying you'd be no, so I'd be, like I'd be burnt to a crisp because I'd be in, in the sun so much. I, so I, I saw come, the dumbest comment. Like Biltong. I saw the dumbest comment on Twitter the other day, and I was like, it, it annoyed me. It was so dumb. Some some girl tweeted something like, "How is it that I go on holiday to the, to the Mediterranean and I eat bread and olives and all this lovely food, and I lose like a pound while I'm there for two weeks? I come home and I eat really well and I I'm really good about what I eat, and I manage to put on like mm-hmm. two three pounds. I'm like." Because you were on holiday eating bread and doing stuff, and now you're sitting on your ass just yeah. eating. Yeah, and you're sweating like, naturally. You're walking mm. all over the place. You're swimming. You're on the beach. You're fucking tanning. But maybe not shitting, though. I went to Egypt once, didn't shit for five days. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good, though, isn't it? No, no, not I, five No, that's days. not good. That, that's no, the it's opposite. Not because, that, that's where no, Jamie would stick his finger up and scrape it out. No, 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 I didn't know. Oh. It, it all came out on its own, but the mistake I made was I, I didn't know how to deal with it, and I thought in the moment shut the door behind me, and uh, the person I was staying with uh, came up to me afterwards and said, next time you do that, can you please leave the door open? And I said, oh, yeah, okay, my bad. Didn't Fair think enough. that it would, I, I didn't consider the smell would just stay in that room. <laughs> just stay. I'm, I've yeah. never been to Egypt. I imag- imagine the food is really good, but I've never been. Um, I didn't experience Egypt the way you're probably meant to experience Egypt. It was a very just kind of closed off thing. I didn't actually go to an Egyptian McDonald's, no. I went to an Egyptian water park. Basically, it was. Um, you should go to Shamal Sheikh. Why, why we, I'm, like, why, I'm not even telling you, the story. Can we just finish this fucking story? Yeah, 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 let's finish. Just Sorry, podcast. I don't know how this happened. Wow. Apologies. I'm just talking about my adventures in Egypt. Yeah. And, and with that, thank you so much for watching. And uh, we'll see you next time. See yeah. ya.